it's a grassroots movement and we're making real fucking progress like people are starting to wake the fuck up and i that, that's that's major that that's a big fucking deal hello there from bedford happy new year i hope you're all well hope you aren't all nursing hangovers welcome to the what bitcoin did podcast which is brought to you by the mighty kraken the best place to buy sell and trade bitcoin i'm your host peter mccormack and we're going to kick off the year with a banger a couple of days ago, I recorded with my buddy Matt O'Dell, where we reviewed everything that happened in 2020. So this is a great way to kick off the year. But before we get into the show, I do have a message from my amazing show sponsors. Okay, let's start up with Casa, the best in Bitcoin security. Casa is who I use to protect my Bitcoin from hackers, personal mistakes, in-person attacks, device failure, and so much more. And with it being a new year, let's get this on your to-do list to get your Bitcoin security sorted right now. And with Casa, they have a product for every Bitcoiner. So with Casa Gold, you can get triple the security of a hardware wallet, and that's only going to cost you $10 a month. And with Casa Platinum, you get their 3 or 5 multi-sig, which is the best protection for large Bitcoin holders, and that also comes at a great price. And with Casa Diamond, you get their full service offering. That includes a customized personal security review, inheritance planning, and of course, their best in class in security. There is no better time to upgrade your Bitcoin security and get that peace of mind. You can find out more at keys.casa, which is K-E-Y-S dot C-A-S-A. Next up, we have sportsbet.io, the best place for online gaming. And you know why. It's because they accept Bitcoin. They are the front of shirt sponsor for Southampton. They are the betting partner of Arsenal. So if you see a Bitcoin logo while watching Premier League football, you have sportsbet.io to thank. And with Sportsbet, you have every market you could possibly be interested in. Football, tennis, American sports, motorsports. They've even got esports. Every sport you could possibly think of. And today I found out about a new sport called floorball. They've got floorball as well. And for new customers, they always have a range of promotions available. Just head over to sportsbet.io forward slash promotions. That is S-P-O-R-T-S-B-E-T.io forward slash promotions where you can find out more. And also, we've got to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast. Okay, Exodus Wallet, who I will be using as my mobile and desktop wallet for my Bitcoin. Now, I've been looking for a wallet to use for my day-to-day Bitcoin. As currently, Icasa is my deep cold storage, but I'm increasingly running the company using Bitcoin, and I needed a desktop wallet for this. So the reason I like Exodus is they have absolutely crushed the UX. It is the easiest wallets I've ever used, both the desktop and the mobile. So make sure you go and check them out. That's available at exodus.io, which is E-X-O-U-D-U-S dot I-O, or search for Exodus in the Apple or Google app stores. Okay, so onto the show today, and I've got my good buddy Matt O'Dell on to do a recap of everything that's gone on in the world of Bitcoin in 2020. This has now become a bit of a tradition. It's our third year in a row doing it, and I fell off the wagon, we cracked open the whiskey, and we got deep into things. Now, I love doing these shows with Matt. We're good mates, but we don't agree on everything, and we uh, we usually kind of wind each other up and pick holes at each other, but it was pretty cool. I don't actually remember about the last half an hour of the show. Uh, a lot of whiskey got drunk, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, I'm back not drinking, back on the wagon is it on the wagon? Do you say on the wagon? I don't know. Anyway, hope you enjoy this. If you've got any questions about the show, you can reach out to me. It's hello at whatbitcoindid.com. Outside of that, I've got a really interesting show available now on Defiance. I interviewed two people who support the NSARS movement. Now, that is a campaign, that is a movement in uh, in Nigeria, which has been supported by Bitcoin. So go and check that out at defiance.news. Anyway, happy new year. Get in touch. Stay in touch. Have an amazing year. I love you all, and I'll see you all after the weekend. 
What's up, Matt? What's up, my dude? How you doing, my man? You literally just shotgun recorded us here. Just straight in with this shit, dude. Are... Hey, it's a shame we're not in person, man. Usually this is our... Uh, we do this together. Is this our third year doing it? Third year doing it. Third year doing it. What's that you got in your hand there? This was courtesy of my good friend, Peter McCormick. Um, yeah, what is it? It's a Glen Farclaw's Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged 25 years. As you see, I left the seal. It's been sealed. I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> Don't trust verify. Yeah. <laughs> I actually drank the whole bottle after you sent it to me, and then I, I just refilled it with uh, garbage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm a bit jealous. I'm, uh, I'm here with a Sazerac rye. I'm a bit jealous of yours, man. Well, listen, look. I uh, I went uh, up until recently. I went nearly four months without drinking. This isn't your first time drinking from the last four no, no, months, no. right? No, no, no. About so I drank on my birthday, which was Halloween. I did about three months, and then I didn't really drink most of November. But I was always going to drink for Christmas. Like I wasn't giving up drinking forever. It was just like one of those things. I was. It's beautiful, man. He must really like you to buy you a present like that. Might be the best pop I've ever had. That's a pretty good pop, dude. But I, I was always going to drink at Christmas, and I have. I'm going to stop again New Year's Day. But uh, uh, I've already. I've been. I had some champagne tonight. Cheers. Cheers to the new year. To the new year. Tell me, what's it like? The new year or the scotch? The scotch. Fuck the new year. What's the? What's it's the fucking scotch? delicious, dude. Thank you. I mean, this be. might be the nicest scotch I've ever drank. So, since since, since the last bottle I got you, uh, I don't. What'd you give me last time? No, last I remember last year I supplied and we drank bourbon. No, I bought you a bottle in the middle in the middle of the year, didn't I? Oh yeah, you did for a different show, not our yeah. end of year. I don't know. Oh, we'll have to go back special. to the tapes. Did, this did is definitely way was... nicer. You you outdid yourself on this one, so thank thank you for this. Especially if you price it in the sats when it was delivered. Yeah, like it's it's like tripled in price. Because <laughs> when you send this to me, you send this to me like early December. Okay, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it was a uh, it was Christmas Eve last time we did this, wasn't it? Because yeah. I flew home. I flew home late Christmas Eve, landed Christmas Day, and we're in a very very different world since then, man. We can't see each other. I I would have been. We wouldn't have done it today, but I would have flown out. But uh, shit, man. Well, listen, we got a lot to cover. We have a lot to cover. Um, I'm gonna let you go first. You pick. You pick where you want to start, and then I'll pick where I want to start, and then we'll just talk about whatever we're gonna talk. about. I'm the guest. Yeah, I know, but this is this is two friends talking. Um. Okay. Well, pick one thing. Just pick one thing from the year where you're like. That shit stands out for me, and we'll start there, and then I'll do mine. Uh, March 12th. Okay, March 12th. March 12th was COVID dip. <laughs> yeah, March, March 12th was the day. Was that the day, like, Crypto Cobain bought, like, 3,000 Bitcoin or something? <laughs> I mean, you know, I think a lot of people scooped up some 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 good coin on that day, but uh, that was the day. I think, I mean, if I... At least in my memory, we went from, like, 9,000 to 3,500. I'm not sure if that those are the exact numbers. But it was like five it was like hours. Eight, oh, it wicked though. Do you, I mean, BitMEX got fucking pulled. Like the whole order book got. Remember, I, on March twelfth, and on BitMEX, they they shut down their platform and they just pretended it was like a Coinbase thing. 
You know, like how Coinbase always goes down whenever there's big volume. BitMEX was like, we had technical difficulties and we we shut down the the, the platform like uh, was offline for a little bit. And I, yeah. I, a lot of people speculate it's because it was just going to go straight to zero on BitMEX. So I've got it here, March 7th, it's about 9,000. And then it drops then down to like, what's that, like 8,000? No, you're right, like March 11th. It wicks up to no. It's like it goes like eight thousand down to like thirty eight hundred. No, it goes down to forty six hundred, and the next day, March thirteenth, it then goes down again to thirty eight hundred. Oh, so it was the second day it went lower. Yeah, yeah. That's even worse. Went... Yeah, that's even yeah, more scary. It, it is, but it wicked down. But like. It was a weird thing, actually, because do you know what? Without COVID, I actually think the 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 we were already in the bull market. If you look at it, we're already in the bull market because you can actually you can actually look at that little March dip, and it's actually just like a little random. You've got to like what March? Well, that's what was weird made. about it. That's why, and yeah. it caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people had too much leverage. That in if if the COVID freakout panic didn't happen. They would they would have tons of Bitcoin right now, but instead they lost everything. Um, yeah, because if you if you look here, like we go back. To this May- wasn't a Bitcoin thing. It was the stock market. Fucking, I, I mean, people don't remember. I mean, maybe they don't remember. It was so recent ago. It feels like forever ago. The stock market. They kept doing their circuit breaker thing, where it was like if it goes down by too much, it just it, they freeze the market. In Bitcoin land, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. So so we. It's more of a free market. So we ripped the Band-Aid off. We went down first and we came up first. But they had like a, it was a little bit slower on like the traditional equity side. Because if you go back to like December 18, it went as low as like three, th- about three, one, three, two. And it built up to like July, June, July 19. When it went up to like nearly 14, I think that was when Bitcoin 2019 was on. Because it seemed to spike then. Right. I That's when I told everyone to market buy at the local top. It was like 13K in, uh, <laughs> in 2019. And then we proceeded to go all the way back down to whatever that March 12th low was. Well, no, but no, no. In fairness to you, like December, it only dropped down. It dropped down to about seven. And then it came back up to like over 10 again. And then it dropped down with COVID. But if you look at it, if you swap COVID out... It looks like it would have just ranged between like that range we you know that range we had between like kind of like eight and a half and ten for we had it for like May to August. It it was that was where the range already was before then. So well, COVID I mean, was like a weird event, weird event. We recently had it come out that it appears, you know, the plus token whale um that was selling all that Bitcoin in twenty nineteen was the Chinese government. Or at least it, it appears it was the Chinese government. And they were selling hundreds of thousands worth of Bitcoin. Just on, you know, They were just constantly selling Bitcoin. So maybe you, know, you don't have them in there selling. You know, 2019 turns out a lot different. But at the end of the day, like, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, the, the people who won here are the, are the people who just stayed humble and stacked sets. Like, it was a great vindication of the, of the thesis, basically. Or some who just stack stats but weren't humble. Like, I'm not particularly humble, but I stack stats. No, but if you weren't humble, you lost your money on the 12th. But, yeah, okay. Well, so an interesting thing that also, that we can talk about on the 12th, which is companies like BlockFi, who you're not a massive fan of, 
completely survived that. Didn't affect them at all. Like, that was the test. I know you don't like them. We talked about this last year. You gave me a hard time. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, their customers got fucked, though. Yeah, but that's their choice. That A lot of their customers got fucked. Well, actually, so so we could talk about that. So some of their customers got fucked, like some people on exchanges got fucked, right? You know, you make that choice. Right. You're doing something with leverage. Right, like BitMEX. Yeah, like if you're trading on BitMEX with leverage, you got fucked. If you're borrowing um, with BlockFi, with an LTV, you might have got fucked. But what I'm saying is it didn't crush their business. So a lot of people in advance have talked about businesses like theirs that might actually unravel their business. It didn't. It may have unraveled some customers. Right. I mean, that's a good sign, I think. That, but, but I also think, you know, it's, it's, it's early in these companies' life cycles, and they're still very much startup companies, of course, right? Of course. So they have these large war chests, right? It's a little bit different than, you know, let's see, you know, what kind of structural risks these companies might have in like five years or something like that as the Bitcoin price balloons mm. and, and their, their loan products get used more and more, right? Mm. Um, but one thing I wonder, and I, you know, to this day, I still kind of have an inkling is like, I think, you know, there was like a, there was an explosion of the use of those products uh, in the lead up in, in 2019 and early 2020. And I think, I mean, I, it, it seems it seems like a pretty obvious conclusion to me that March twelfth was more severe because so many people were using those products. Yeah, probably. Um, and and so and it it and, and if as long as you um you know like were holding your own keys and and you weren't leveraged or whatever, like that additional volatility that happened because people were using those products doesn't really hurt you. You just wait a couple of days and it levels out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that one day, that one two March twelfth, March thirteenth was just cascading calls. You know, it's like one company would then sell out people's positions or collateral and the next one would, I think. Well, I wonder um, who I wonder who actually got like long-term fucked on that because who was the one who kept, was it Cred who came out recently were fucked? Was it Cred? On what? The One of those like uh, BlockFi competitors, I think it was Cred, came out recently that they were completely screwed. Uh, there's so many like substandard, like yeah. lower tier ones. That those are just going to be dying left and right, and it's going to be yeah. like fraud and all this shit left and right. Like it's 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 uh, like if you are going to use one of these products, like you should use like one of the like top label ones. Who, who would you uh, use? Who do you rate? Well, I mean, like BlockFi is your sponsor; they're like super well capitalized, and Unchained Capital is my sponsor. So, so, you, so you, yeah, I mean, um, I think but the, I wouldn't use either. I think they're but, the best but, too. But yeah, I think they're the best too. But it was interesting that thing. Did you did you buy any Bitcoin around that time? Because I didn't for shit. I went back. I went fucking. I mean, I should have bought more, but I went back to my cat my cash app and I just fucking. Did I I I like falling knives, you know. I, I like bought the way down and then I and then I bought I bought I, I I did pretty good in March. I've been buying. I've been behind heavily from I would say about May. And I would say between May and November, I doubled my Bitcoin holding. Like once we got back into that 10 good for range. for you, man. That's well, good. Yeah. So once we got, got into that kind of 10 range, I was like, that's, that's where we are. I knew we were safe there. Like because we went down with the March thing. I was like, okay, we've worked down. But like once we started ranging around 10, I was like, okay, this is our range. This is like where we settled. And I just kept converting everything I had personally and in the company. And I've been buying all, I've literally bought all the way up. I, ha I haven't bought over 20, but I bought all the way up to 20. Um, let me tell you what I think changed things. I, th so this run's been obviously pretty epic, right? From like 
I don't know, let's say from, what are we looking, October? We've gone from that little, we broke up to 12 around August, and then we broke back down to 10, like 9, September. And then from like October, it's been pretty much straight up. Let me ask you this. Do you, th how much of this do you think happens because of micro strategy and how much do you think it happened anyway? Well, I mean, so like, I believe like in the cycles, mm -hmm. right? And so, I mean, I, 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 I think this lines up, it lines up pretty much, I, not identical, but it would be like pretty fucking close mm. to the previous cycles. And I don't think that's a fucking coincidence. Like, I think like the having has this, even though like everyone knows it's going to happen, it has like this weird effect when it happens. Yeah. Um, and, and you, and you see the price run-ups kind of end up correlated to it. And I think if you look earlier on, like Bitcoin cycles are all dominated by like one or new two, one or a couple new entrants that come in and realize that Bitcoin's pretty small and they can pump it themselves. Mm -hmm. And it used to be smaller fish, right? And now we've had our first billionaire come in who realized that he could pump it on his own, mm -hmm. right? But but in the terms of billionaires, Michael Saylor is 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 you know he's a small fish billionaire, right? Mm -hmm. So then next cycle, like next cycle, will be dominated by you know, the top 10 Forbes guys, you know, and, and, and it's just, it's this, it's, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy that, uh, you know, Bitcoin's a extremely scarce asset going through its adoption phase and, and new participants can basically pump, pump the price themselves. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay. So, but, but say we don't have a sailor, does it, does it not happen? Like, are we were relying a stroke of luck the to have cycle, one the, the cycle led to a sailor type individual was going to come in. You know what I mean? It's but like, he's one uh, guy, dude. He's one guy. Imagine he didn't. Imagine he looked and went, yeah, fuck Yeah, this. but it's the culmination, right? It's like you hear him. He speaks like he, 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 he like reads the party line of Bitcoin Twitter, right? It's like memes come to reality. You had, you had the mooch on yesterday. Yeah. Um, if, if you read the mooch's deck, that he's that he's pitching to people to get them to invest in his Bitcoin fund. It reads like the Twitter memes, right? Like Bitcoin's a monetary life raft, Dude, you know, you like all. all these like so. So one thing leads to the next and it's just this constant growth cycle that's happening. Right. And so I, I think. You know, it's 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 beautiful to watch it unfold, right? But 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 it's definitely a positive feedback loop that's happening here. It's not like Sailor just came out of nowhere. And I I promise you that there's there was a couple Bitcoiners like behind the scenes. For every one of these guys that turns, it's always there's always like a couple Bitcoiners that are like basically pumping their bags by trying to convince these guys to come in. And then that's what Sailor does, right? Sailor goes and tries to convince his friends to come in. Like he's been epic. I've watched him and I've watched him closely and I've watched what he's doing. And I think it's kind of obvious. I th like, I think it's, I think it's really obvious what he's done. He's made his decision. He's gone in deep and then he's realized I'm going to market the shit out of this. I'm going to go on every fucking podcast, every TV station I can, every program. And I'm going to talk about this. And he, you know, he's smart. Like he's he's been in like half the time I have. I can't talk about Bitcoin the way he does. He's super fucking smart, but he is he is he's pumped it up. He's really fucking pumped this shit up. Um, 
and it's been impressive to watch. But not only has he pumped it up, he's created a playbook for everyone else. Like, not just the playbook about how you'd use your treasury, he's created a second playbook about how you leverage your cash flow. He's created two playbooks for people to come in and do the same. But I, but what I wonder is, I wonder how much of that run-up is, is his buying and how much is it him influencing other buying? Because i tell you why. There was the other day, like, when they took that, when he did the loan, he did the $650 million loan, then we heard nothing, and the price really ran up that week, and then he declared. Okay. It was like, when he announced that, what was it? It was like 19 and a half or something, yep. or like 20-something? I think, actually, I think he, yeah, but I think it dipped off. I mean, we all did big stacks. We all did big <laughs> stacks when we saw that announcement, right? Dude, like, I, I wasn't the only one. I took out a load. Did you see Nick Carter? Nick Carter was like uh, his his baby, the efficient market hypothesis. He was like, the price should have just automatically priced it in right away as soon as it was announced, you know? But price no, dipped. it takes a little bit of time. The price actually dipped. So what happened? He announced it. The price dipped to 17 and a half. And that's when I like went online. I was like, I was laying in bed, right? And I saw a tweet from Zach Vole. And he was like, uh, Bitcoin's dipped and I've uh, I've bought. I didn't actually look at the tweet. He bought. He said he bought like $10 worth. I didn't notice it. I was like, fuck, it has dipped. So I would like, I went on my bank. I was like, how much, what's the maximum loan you can get? 35,000 pounds or whatever, $47,000. I thought that was a troll that you did. No, no, I totally did it. Totally did it. Actually, I'm tracking it here. So I actually, I converted it into dollars so uh, Yanks can understand it. But I've got it here. So I borrowed... 35. And would you tell them it was for you, told for your company or something? I actually, so <laughs> this is actually, so actually I didn't, I didn't strictly lie. I didn't actually strictly lie. So they put down what's it for and it's for home improvements. And I am about to do some work on my house. But what I decided I would like to do is whilst I'm waiting for the work to begin on my house, I would rather <laughs> hold the money in Bitcoin than pounds. The melting ice cube. Yeah, the melting ice cube. So I didn't actually lie so uh it was thirty-five thousand. the total well i yeah go on but this is pounds the total repayable value is forty-three thousand seven hundred pounds if i pay it back in six years if i pay it back next week it's thirty-five thousand three hundred or something uh and it's up nineteen thousand two hundred pounds so what is that in dollars uh, yeah i mean the 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 important thing for this we, we see this happen every cycle. Yeah, we see this happen every cycle. You know, the it, it depends on your timing when you hit it. Yeah. You know, if you hit it in this in this you know bull period post having, like you usually have some cushion like immediately. But still, I cringe when I read someone tweeting it out that you know, like I just took a loan out and then put it into Bitcoin. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I cringe as fuck. But the only like the, I, the reason like I was, when Sailor does it when Sailor does it, it's a self fulfilling prophecy because he knows he can just his announcement of buying that large amount of position is going to pump the price and give him cushion. Yeah. When 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 a little guy does it, no one gives a shit. It's not like you 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 know you're not it's you're not pumping the price yourself. Okay, so slightly wrong. People uh, people so, people so give a shit. It's less risk. It's less risk for a sailor size whale to do those kind of maneuvers than it is for, you know, an, an average Joe, an average Pete. Yeah, but mine was more of like troll slash, yeah, um, troll slash social experiment. I actually said to my guy Danny, my engineer, I was like, I told him I was doing it, 
And I, he was like, are you going to put it on Twitter? I was like, no, I'm not fucking putting this on Twitter. People will lose their shit. So I didn't. And then I did this interview with George Gammon. And it came up for whatever reason. I was like, fuck it, I'll tweet it out. I didn't think it would blow up as a tweet. It did. It did. I've probably had two to three hundred DMs with people asking me whether they should do the same or thinking of remortgaging their house. That's the danger. Of yeah, it. it's the danger. So I've told every single one of them, don't do it. I say it's not financial advice, but I'm leveraging cash flow, right? <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same as Sailor. I'm leveraging cash flow. Except, like I said, that Sailor's announcement itself is pumping the price. And he already had a big bag of Bitcoin. Yeah, that's so, true. So, so, so he knows and like he can just keep doing... People can just keep pumping the price. And the people who can copy him, copy him in a way because they're all rich. People who copy me are fucking broke losers like me. So they're like, get themselves into trouble. But like, when you have like these, when you have these like Scott Minard guys coming on, like fucking Guggenheim and shit, and you know, they buy it and then they announce it and they know the price is going to go up just because they announced it. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no skill when. When these like uber rich guys, or there, there's some skill. I'm not going to completely take it away from them, but there's way less skill when these uber rich guys buy a position and then announce it. It's just like it's a self fulfilling prophecy. So you say my, with Bitcoin, say, it's extra nice. With Bitcoin, they didn't discover it yet. Now that they realize Bitcoin, there's no SEC violations they have to worry about. There's no securities violations. You know, like remember Elon's, you know, taking private at 420 or whatever. He can pump Bitcoin all the fuck he wants to pump Bitcoin. And there's, you know, it's not a security. There's, they can't do that to him. So you say mine, mine had skill to it? Yes, Pete. Everything you do has, <laughs> has immense amount of skill. <laughs> no, look, look, it is what it is. But uh, I, um, I'm glad. I'm obviously glad I did it. I felt confident. Look, in hindsight, we all wish we did that. No, right? I, it made we sense. Leveraged, we le- should have leveraged everything and just went fucking all in it. Like, but, at any price below it, where we're currently at. No, but it did make like so back in when was it? Back in back when the price was at eleven thousand, I was thinking about buying some gold. I reached out to Dan DePiro, like went through the process, looked at it all, thought, like, I want to buy more Bitcoin, but I don't want to be all in Bitcoin. Went through the process and I was like, fuck this, this is a this is a nightmare. Uh yeah, this, this is shit coin, Yeah, man. this isn't gold this isn't Bitcoin. I can't just instantly sell it within an hour if I want to. Like I don't, I don't know where I'm going to store it. So I was like, "Bullshit!" And I ended up like, all my cash in my business bank account, which wasn't uh, thirty days of cash flow, went straight into Bitcoin at that point. And I bought all the way up. Now I got to that point, and it dipped down to seventeen and a half. And what happened? It dipped to seventeen and a half after Sailor's announcement. So Sailor announced it. I think it was was it over twenty? No, it was nineteen. It hit nine, like nineteen eight. He announced it. It dipped to seventeen and a half. And I'm like, well. He hasn't bought $650 million of Bitcoin and then it's dropped. <laughs> That's not happened. And I was laying in bed and I went onto my bank. I was like, what's the most I can get? £35,000. Can I get it now? What's the what's the interest? 7.9%. Well, fuck it. I can get it now. I looked at another one with a lower interest rate, but it was a three-day approval. So I was like, fuck it. And I did it. And I'm glad I did it. And it worked out. But I'm leveraging business cash flow. And it worked out okay. Yeah. And, and, and I get, like it's not due for a while. No, but I like, um, but but the, the the interest accrues, which is important, right? Because like like the, I mean the the fear is March twelfth, hmm. and and we saw we saw in the last the last bull run, um, I mean I was looking back at my tweets. This is one of the reasons I think it's super cool to to like leave your tweets, um, and not delete them. I've deleted um, it since last time you gave me shit about that. When did you? There you it? go. Um, <laughs> I went back to the last cycle and there was like, I think like we hit like 11K and then dropped down to like 
seven or eight K. So that was like a 30% drop. Um, so there's no reason to believe. And, and like, it's become a meme now. Like everyone's like, when's a 30% drop going to happen? Right. But I mean, if you, if, if we're going to say this, the previous cycle was exactly the same, which it's not going to be, um, that 10 K drop from 10 K would be the equivalent of a drop. You know, if we're going to go multiples from all time high, a drop from 200 K, uh, right. Cause it'd be 10 X the previous all time high, just like simple math. So, so like, you know, we might not be there yet, but I expect, you know, Bitcoin's a fucking crazy beast. And I expect we're going to have some crazy ass drawdowns on the way up. I think, you know, in general, you dollar cost average and you edge out the volatility and number goes up. But but in the short term, no one knows. You could, we go, we're, in the, we're in the open water Bitcoin territory. We're in the territory where you wake up in the morning. Your net worth could be down 30, 35%. Yeah, but that could be up. That, that's fine. It could, it could be up, it could be up 15% or it could be down 40%. And if you're over leveraged, you know, that's when you get fucked and you're going to regret it long term. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you, you know, you have yourself covered. But my, my, my payments are like, eight, like I think in the right. US it's $800 a month. My business cash flow is ten to thirty thousand dollars a month profit, depending on what it is. Like it was easy. Right. I actually applied for three loans. Two got rejected because they saw the other one, and they're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so I could handle that. I can. I could handle it. Yeah, it wasn't a worry to me. I don't. I think. I think my mistake was I didn't explain it well enough about how I was leveraging business cash flow. I wasn't clear enough saying to people like, "You should not do this." But I, was like, I just fucking put it out there. Like most of my tweets, I don't really think them through. So I mean, now that you have defiance, which by the way, you've been killing lately. Thank you. You're a little bit more diversified. I'm doing air quotes. But I, I think, you know, your cash flow is Bitcoin dependent cash flow for the most part, right? For the most so, part. Right. So so you're leveraging your Bitcoin cash flow. Yeah. To to take out a Bitcoin loan, I, I still, you know, your you, all the other arguments, you know, it's in like a reasonable size, whatnot, but it's a little bit different than like a micro strategy cash flow. No, it's micro strategy cash flow is like corporate and government contracts that they have long term contracts for that are completely unrelated to Bitcoin, right? Like that's it, it's it is it is a difference. So what do you say? You wish you'd done the same? No, I'm. <sighs> Yes, I mean, I mean, obviously, I wish I bought more Bitcoin. Yeah, everyone does when the price pumps. Everyone does. Um, but but uh, what I'm saying is, even without financial leverage, uh, those of us who choose to operate in this space and derive cash flow from it, we're l- fucking leveraged up on that on that element, right? Uh, you know, it 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 happens to be that. That 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 the podcasting is is more insulated in bear markets, right? Than other businesses in the Bitcoin space, but you're still you're tied up in the in in the same thing. Yeah, man. Well, listen, look, we're uh, we're I'm looking at it now. Is it 28? The funny thing is, right through this uh, this run up, every time it hits a level, it goes up. It drops back like twelve, fifteen hundred, and it looks really stable. It looks really stable. I did. Uh, I don't know if you saw the chart I did the other day. There was one drop drawdown of like sixteen percent. Every other one's under ten percent. No, yeah, it's insanely bullish. I mean, it just looks like there's this massive FOMO going on between rich people right now. It is, but I think. Do you know what I think the difference is? One big difference between this and the last the last bull market, right? Is is 
fuckheads like you, me, and traders looking and going, and maybe not you, but like looking and going, shit, if it hits this price, I'm going to cash out. I think this year, what we've got now is we've got all these pe- people coming in. They're not, they're not thinking, when am I cashing out? Like mass mutual. Well, I think the risk profile changed. Yeah. Right? Like it's. They don't need the money. It's, it, and, but also, it's way less likely that Bitcoin fails. Every, every, every day it survives, you know, every cycle it survives, the risk profile improves. So, I mean, obviously, the, the true believers might not have changed their mind, but there's way more true believers than before because of it. But, but, right? but it's different. I still think, it's, I still think like 17, 18 is a retail environment. They're holding Bitcoin, but the, a lot of them are thinking, Right. Might, we had like the shitcoin casinos and stuff are all going crazy. But they might need to cash out. They're like, even even at my best time, I was still thinking, well, I'm gonna cash some of this out. So someone like Mass Mutual, I was chatting to um I was chatting to somebody who works at Skybridge. He said the thing you need to understand about Mass Mass Mutual, they've put in a hundred million dollars, but that's not a lot of money for them. And they're not they're not looking to sell next year or in two years or five years. They're probably never gonna sell. Like that's just an asset that's gonna grow, which they're gonna leverage. That's going to sit on their balance sheet, but they don't need to sell. You know, is Sailor going to sell? Is he going to sell in a year, five years? Like, I think we've got people now who've got genuine decade or multi-decade horizons with this. So they've just taken Bitcoin off. They've just taken it out. It's out of the supply. It's just gone. And uh, I think that makes a massive difference. And I think that's why. What but I, I think retail's doing that as well because of that, though. Because of that, and and also, well, no, I mean. I think, I mean, I think, especially on Bitcoin Twitter, we've we've kind of nurtured this stack mentality, right? Where it's, it's you know, it 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 took HODL and which was like dominated last cycle and turned it into more of an active, you know, productive goal uh, of just constant, endless accumulation um, until they stop taking our shitty money for the good money, <laughs> and uh, I, I there's there's you know, hundreds of thousands of us out there that are just all doing that same thing. They're just, and, and that's what the people don't realize when they make these priced in arguments. So now that we have bigger players coming in, future halvings can get better, better priced in. But the, the, the current, the previous participants before this started getting really frothy, we were just putting in as much as we could possibly put in every week. We were tapped out. We couldn't price it in further. I think I think there's another thing as well, Matt. Like again, this probably isn't for you. Probably more for me, right? So, a couple of interviews I did this year that really switched my thinking. I did one with Nick Bartia based on his book Layered Money, which completely flipped my thinking around Lightning Network. And I did the Brandon Quitten one around the fourth turning. And like I've heard all this hyper Bitcoinization stuff, and I'm like, yeah, 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 I believe it, yeah, whatever. And like just like thinking what is my pound value in bitcoin i'm genuinely getting to that point where i'm realizing holy shit there's gonna actually come this flip it's not that i think the pound or the dollar will die but they'll come to a point where people will be like "Mm, i'd rather have bitcoin than pounds i'd rather have bitcoin than dollars i'm not there yet now if i was i would have every single invoice i collect for my business paid in bitcoin I'm not. It's too volatile. It's too risky. I still need to have some pounds, which are a little bit more stable, so I can make sure I pay my bills, right? So I'll give you a good example. If I looked at my business over this year, and like every single sponsor said, I'll pay the whole year in advance in Bitcoin if you give me like a 20% discount, you might look at that and go, wow, that's a great idea, because Bitcoin might do a 10x. 
yeah, but also what happens if Bitcoin does a uh, March 12th? You fucked. It's the end. My business is over. So it's a bit it's a bit too risky, right? But I genuinely see a point in the future where I might actually go, mm, actually, I would what rather... What about like a 5% discount? Five, yeah, well, maybe. Like, but e- whatever the discount <laughs> is, there is still a risk. Even if it's even, even if it's even, no discount, right? There is still that slight risk that I'm just holding it in Bitcoin and a March 12th happens and my balance sheet drops by 30%. I still got to pay my six staff at the end of the month. They won't pay in pounds or dollars, right? It's just, it's just, right. it's too volatile to base a business on. But I do see a point potentially in the future where I'm like, hmm, actually think I'd rather have Bitcoin. Like, say there's a bit more stability around the price. I think I'd rather have Bitcoin or I'd rather have like 25% in Bitcoin or 30%. Uh, a bit like, no, let's look at uh, Okung, right? Yeah, he announced yesterday he's going to get paid half his salary in Bitcoin. It's like, whoa, this is amazing. Like, I think he's great. He's getting six and a half million dollars paid in Bitcoin. He's still getting six and a half million dollars in cash, right? He can live on that. Right on the other side. Yeah. The half the half that six and a half million. Yeah, he's getting that in cash. Yeah, I mean that's what I was thinking, right? Like <laughs> Sailor would tell him that if he was a real Bitcoiner, he would borrow against his future salary and buy the Bitcoin now. Of course. Right. <laughs> no but why are you waiting? No discredit to Okan. <laughs> and he's tweeting out and saying, you know, once you become a real Bitcoiner, you only get paid in Bitcoin. He's saying most people like what they earn, they spend each month, right? You don't want to. If you right. say you earn two thousand dollars a month, you spend two thousand dollars a month. You don't want to get paid in Bitcoin and suddenly lose thirty percent. You can't pay your fucking bills. If you're getting paid in thirty million dollars a year and you've probably got millions in savings, it's an easier decision, right? He can do that. That's cool. Well, that's why I think for most people, you know, it's like twenty percent or whatever of what you earn you it, put in, or thirty percent. It's whatever beyond your cost of living you think you want to do, right? Which is. Yeah. With a little bit of cushion. Yeah, a little bit of cushion. For volatility's sake. So, but I do, like, it Like it has happened to me this year, Matt. I've been like, it's a couple of times I've been like, I'd just rather have Bitcoin. But I can see it getting to the point where I genuinely want Bitcoin over pounds. I'm like, no, just pay. And then once people start to realize that, then it starts to destroy the value. And I can't even remember where this fucking started. But anyway. I mean, I'd always prefer, I think I'd always prefer to get paid in Bitcoin. Well, you yeah, you haven't got- I'm ready. I'm ready to just get paid 100% in Bitcoin. I'm not, you know. Um, it depends what your outgoings are. I've got two kids, school. Instead, it's it's annoying for me, right? Because I have to go through an extra step. I mean, I have to convert my dollars to Bitcoin. Well, not with Strike. Well, yeah, with Strike, but. Well, you're doing it regardless. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as if you got your direct deposit into Cash App or the foreman pays you cash and you go buy Bitcoin with cash or whatever. It's, yeah. It's the same idea. It's re- it's like reverse BitPay. But what I mean, the point I was trying to make is like, I can, I, I, when people used to say it before, I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And now I can start to see how a dominant currency takes over. I can start to see how people might go, do you know what? I'd just rather be paid in Bitcoin. Uh, like, I, I mean, I've had it a couple of times this year. My engineer was like, he wanted his bonus in Bitcoin. I was like, I don't want to give you the Bitcoin because I've got Bitcoin. I'll give you the dollar. You buy I'm, your Bitcoin. I, I can see how it's going to happen. I like the idea of bonuses in Bitcoin. I think bonuses in Bitcoin is a powerful, cool tool. Yeah, but the, um, but I had to take that out of my Bitcoin. I'm like, right, right. I mean, I would buy him Bitcoin and give him a bonus in Bitcoin. But yeah, yeah but, that, but, uh, but that's an, but but that's a good point because the point is, it's like then I have to make the effort of convert it to Bitcoin and send him the Bitcoin. Like I just yeah, want it's a nice yeah, but if you think about the, 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 what I'm saying is, if you think about it, I have to go through a bit of effort. I just want to give him the dollars and say you do it. 
But right. by doing that... But I mean, I don't give people dollars for weddings. I give them Bitcoin. Yeah, but if you think about it, what the point I'm actually trying to make right now... Because it's cool. It's in that scenario, I'm already going, fuck, fuck, fuck the dollar. Well, that's why if you got paid in Bitcoin, then you, you wouldn't have to convert it for him. You'd already have the Bitcoin to give him the bonus. Yeah, of course. But I can't take that. I can't take that volatility risk. You can't... You, if you're... If the thing is, the thing is, we have two things happening, right? We have this adoption of this new asset that no one's ever seen before. Nothing, has, no one's ever seen anything like this before. It's like one of the things that Sailor said that really, I, oh, I really clung on to is, is the fire analogy, right? It's like, we've discovered fire. We have this new thing. But at the same time, we have the equal and opposite going on where you have this shared illusion, this fiat, mm. you know, like what is money? And and there's a tipping point where people wake the fuck up on how shitty that money is and how good this money is, and it accelerates from both sides, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's kind of what I feel like is playing out in real time. Well, that, that's what I'm saying in that scenario, though, is like, I don't want to give him my Bitcoin, right? I'm at that point. So I'm at that point with Bitcoin. It's like, I, beyond, like, my measurable volatility is what I can handle. So I measure the volatility of what I need to look after my kids and, and, and run my company. Outside of that, I don't want to hold any pounds. I want it all in Bitcoin, right? So it's only the volatility that's doing it. Outside of that, I'm like, it's Bitcoin. It's all Bitcoin. I've got to that point. And I'm making those decisions. And I'm going, I don't want to pay your bonus in Bitcoin because I don't want to give you Bitcoin. Let me give you these dollars and you convert it. We've had 40 minutes of conversation which I've thoroughly enjoyed with you, Peter, mm. that is distilled by my very nice little meme, stay humble, stack sats. That is literally all that it comes down to at the end of the day. All of this shit doesn't fucking matter. You just stay humble, you stack sats, and you reach salvation. This was, uh, so uh, it's, a, it's a great meme. Uh, this was the first year I've properly stacked. So it's, a, it's another reminder of like, okay, I hope people listen to this who are new to Bitcoin. I hope some shitcoin traders are listening to this, especially the BSV morons, because B <laughs> let, 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 BSV, right? If you look on, I've got it here. I've got it in front of me. The BSV chart from, okay, let's go March. Just before March. What's this? This is a spike. That is February 9th. Is it 0.37 Bitcoin? 0.37 Bitcoin, February, March. So February 9th, 31st of December, it is 0 0.005. No, no, it can't. It, could, it wasn't 0 0.37. 0 0.037? Sorry, 0 0.037. 0 0.037 there you go. to 0 0.0. 3% versus 37%. Yeah, so, so sorry. It's so, a big difference. Put to 0 0.005, right? It's lost so much value. If you go and look at it's the. It's basically zero. Well, if you go and look at the dollar chart, it's kind of stayed around $160 quite recently. If you go in the BSV chat room and they're like, it's holding up, it's holding <laughs> up. But I get this, right? Because you can't, you got to price things in good money. You can't price them in shitty money. Yeah, I know that, dude. I, look, back in 17, 18, I was trading shit coins and I, I didn't understand the idea of pricing in Bitcoin. I priced in dollars and things were going up and I got it. And I was like, this makes sense. I think the thing, the biggest thing these people need to understand, they need to price everything in Bitcoin. Just price that shit in Bitcoin. Literally everything. Literally everything in Bitcoin. That's real FOMO. I've been talking about this a lot lately. That's the real FOMO is when you start pricing like 
your yearly take home in sats, it just goes down every year. It just goes down. Yeah. Like we've passed our peak. I was making way more sats two years ago than I will ever make in my life. I will never get, I will never pass that point again. I wrote a tweet today and I didn't dare to put it out, but I wrote this tweet because it just sounded like a dickhead Bitcoin tweet. But I wrote this tweet that said, when you hold Bitcoin, everything gets cheaper. Yeah. I, or, or more expensive, I guess you could go both ways, right? Well, it gets cheaper and like, Past past things get more expensive. Yeah, yeah. And future things get cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Everything's getting cheaper. It's like I'm definitely I don't give a fuck what people think. I know. It's nice. It's a it's amazing when your savings increase in purchasing power. Mm. You know, it's like who would have thunk it? You know, it's a, it seems like a positive a positive incentive. Well, I I mean I'm you you'll hate this squamp. I'm definitely at some point gonna buy a lamborghini absolutely yeah stay humble no 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 listen it's not about being humble hear me out right you can't even get a lambo and stick shift you you have to get it in automatic like how do you spend that much on a car and get it in automatic ever since i was before you were born what are you how old are you are you even 30 yet are you even 20 no one i i don't talk about this i'm i'm 19 you look about 19 okay so way before you were born (laughs) we used to have these things called micro machines right little toy cars do you know what a micro machine is were they like remote controls? No, no, no. They're like tiny little versions of cars. Do you remember little toy cars? Did you have little toy cars as a kid? Right. Hold on. We... Right, right. Uh, matchbox. Yeah. Okay. So you had these one called micro machines that were like a fifth of the size, tiny little ones. And I got a gold Lamborghini. I was about six years old. And <laughs> it was a Countach. And ever since then, I've always wanted one. So me wanting a Lamborghini has got nothing to do with Bitcoin. It's a coincidence. I'm fucking getting What is the Lambo right now? Like a billion sats? I don't know in sats. It's uh oh, what is the US dollar? Like two hundred thousand? Two hundred thousand dollars, yeah. That's a billion sats. Okay, it's a billion sats. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know these denominations. I'm not Matt Odell. I don't do this shit. What's that? Well no, a tenor a tenor if it's ten eight, bitcoins eight, is a is a Satoshi billionaire. Is 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 a Satoshi billionaire. Say it's eight bitcoin, right? It's eight bitcoin. So I'm like, fuck this. It's, I'm, it's ten bitcoin. Oh yeah, I guess it's less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Twenty five thousand, uh, thirty thousand. So it's like eight hundred million sats. 30, yeah, thirty thousand five six. It's about six and a half. About six and a half. So like, what will be? What do you think a Lambo will cost after twenty twenty one? Yeah, see, this is the problem because I'm like, it's six and a half Bitcoin, right? I can get one. I can get. I can get a Lambo. I can fucking get it. Six hundred and fifty million sats. It's six and a half Bitcoin. At the end of twenty twenty one, it'll be. Yeah, I know. I know this. Yeah, but at what point do you then start? It'll easily be two hundred million sats, maybe even less than that. Then, at what point do you start spending your? What point do you spend your sats? Like, it's everything's always going to get cheaper forever. Well, I mean, look, this is where these companies, like, once your cost basis gets really good, this is where these companies come in, right? Mm. Where you take out a loan. Exactly. That's a very, very small portion, a very small portion of of your Bitcoin that you can easily cover, even if we drop forty percent. And then you 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 do these activities with with those loans, so you don't have to actually sell the Bitcoin. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, exactly. But uh, did you see who we're joined by by the day? Do you see? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't believe he's defending uh, anything. Oh no, no, that's that's Garlinghouse. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's Brad, my buddy. It's fun. pour one out. No, fuck. Look, that. I'm not wasting any whiskey on that cunt. <laughs> what people don't realize is like this. You know, this is. This was the whole point, right? Like the whole point was 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 state resistance. So if if your if if your digital currency 
that you're pretending is more decentralized and censorship resistant than Bitcoin can't handle a simple security designation, then uh, maybe you've been lying to everyone the whole fucking time. Well, if you go on the Ripple Reddit, they're actually saying that if Ripple dies, XRP continues, and actually it's more decent. No, 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 no. We we don't do this. We're not. We're not. We're not differentiating between XRP and Ripple. This was this was a long con where they tried to say that XRP is the currency and Ripple is the company. Back in my day, they called it Ripple all day and all night. They did it all the fucking time. And then they tried to sw- do a switcheroo. And every time, I intentionally, whenever I talk about it on Twitter, I call the currency lowercase Ripple. And, <laughs> and all the trolls come out and they're like, it's XRP, it's XRP, don't... This guy doesn't even know it's called XRP. You don't know anything. Like, why are we going to take him fucking seriously? Fuck you. I'm not going to use your terminology. You're, f- you're full of shit. <laughs> they, that's like one of the best things that Nick Carter's ever fucking tweeted out was his like uh, Brad Garlinghouse finding like blue <laughs> blue oil or whatever. The ex- discovering the XRP just like ExxonMobil discovers oil. Listen, let me... What, B- bullshit. Well, actually, it actually goes back to Jed, but that's for another day. Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's all you bullshit. know, it's all bullshit. I, I don't want the SEC to. I don't think the SEC. I don't think governments should be shutting these things down, this especially is, my government. This is other f- governments can do whatever the fuck they want. They're not my government. My government shouldn't be shutting any of this shit down. Yeah, so this is the fun. Let the free market play it out. But dude, it's awfully fucking ironic because they've been trying to use the government to shut down Bitcoin this whole fucking time. So. Dude, I guarantee there are a bunch of anarchists and libertarians who are like, "No, the SEC shouldn't be doing this," and then are secretly going, "Ha ha, fuck you, Ripple." I'd get, but there's a there's a large group of Bitcoiners it. that want to use the SEC against shitcoins. Of course, of course they do. They don't want to admit it. They can't say it because it's it's like anti-libertarian or anti-fucking like they don't want to support the government. I, I mean, I think it's anti-Bitcoin to be honest, but it's, it is what it is. Uh, what I'm saying is they're happy. They're laughing about it. I think it's fucking brilliant. Uh, I actually feel so. Well, I can laugh about it and not support it. So listen, there's a this so there's some girl I know right. Uh, it's just so funny. Well, it's not funny. So we've took- it sucks for the individual investors who have been who have been robbed, right? And and this is something that I tried to make clear on the first ever podcast I came on with you is that the reason I'm so outspoken against shitcoins is not because I think they're a threat against Bitcoin. I, I think ultimately, long term, they're all going to trend to zero. Yeah, I, I, there's there no concern for Bitcoin. My concern is the individuals that are getting wrecked on these because the promoters aren't disclosing the trade-offs and they're lying to them. They're not being ethical about it. I don't disagree. Um, I, I don't, that's always been my issue. Uh, look, I don't disagree. I, like, I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. But this girl, right? So I know this girl. She's, uh, I, we never talked about numbers, right? She was like, oh, I'm into crypto. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just make sure you're into Bitcoin. She's like, no, I've got some Bitcoin. I've got some <laughs> Ethereum. I've got some Ripple. Anyway, and that the, the thing happened the other day, right? Like uh, the announcement, and I messaged her, and I was like, "Oh, you should, uh, you should definitely get rid of um, some of your ripple." And she was like, "Yeah, how much do you think I should get rid of?" I was like, "How much have you got?" She's like, oh, "I've got half a million XRP." I was like, "Oh my god, what? That's like what? That's like hundreds of thousands." I was like, "I was like, how much Bitcoin have you got?" She's like, two. <laughs> I was like, dude, listen, fucking sell that. It kills me, yeah, man. Sell that shit now. Sell that shit. Anyway, turns out the wherever she had it was, she could only withdraw twenty thousand dollars worth a day. So literally every day for the last week is twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. 
Yeah. I mean, that's why I hate the custodial platforms too, right? Like I, this is why people need to, you know, especially when the price runs up on you because those limits are almost always in fiat terms. And, um, always dude, you know, I'm very, I'm very unique about that in this space. Like I'm very outspoken against our own sponsor cash app, you know, their, their limit is, uh, 2000 a day, I think 5,000 a week. That's quite low. Yeah. And, and as the Bitcoin price goes up, the fucking limit in sets in sats is going down tremendously. Dude. So it can run away from you. If you're not, if you're not on top of it, it can run away from you. So people should be withdrawing the maximum amount they can, you know, get out while they can. I had it in uh, back in the seventeen eighty when I was like traded like a legend, and I turned like thirty two grand into hundreds and hundreds of thousands. I was on uh, Polar Neix, right? And then back down. Yeah, back down. Fuck you. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm back in the green. So po- po- I appreciated you doing your doing a retweet of your thread. It needed to come out, man. Like I was there being all kind of like laughing at Ripple people, and then I got a couple of like quite sad DMs. I was like, "Fuck!" So I felt bad. I was like, "Look, let's put that shit out of there." Um, so Polo Neex back then they had like a limit every day of what you could withdraw, and I'm trying to remember. I think it was like twenty thousand, but the market was booming so much, like. I was making more than that. That uh, it was either twenty thousand a week, and I was making more than that a week, or two thousand a day. I was making more than that a day. But every day, I couldn't withdraw it, and it was getting more and more and more. And she's kind of got herself in that position. Uh, well, not now that XRP is falling. Uh, let me ask you something. You like shitcoin, shitcoin, shitcoin. So obviously, all shitcoins, shitcoins. Let me ask you. A few things have come up recently with Monero. There was a thing the other day with some like website or market. They've gone Monero only. Like, are we still Monero as a shitcoin, or are we like, mm, we don't mind Monero? Um, so like you pick like the least flattering picture to tease on Twitter, uh, of 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 me. So it's all, I, hold I, on, I, it's I all it. of us. It's not flattering of any of us. I mean, you know, let's see. I took one screenshot. To be, um, to be honest, it wasn't about either of you, either of us. It's about Brad. No, I mean it's 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 okay. So so I got sidetracked. I got sidetracked. I was wondering if you tweeted it out. Um, hey, you look which, good. Which you apparently did. You've got you've got uh, all your books in the background that you've definitely not read. Look, so many books. Yeah, I've, I've read the Harry Potter. Okay, so <laughs> what was your question? Are we okay with Monero, or is it a shitcoin? Uh, Monero, I wouldn't call a shitcoin, uh, but it's you know trending to zero in Bitcoin terms with every other asset on Earth. Like and Monero might be the only one that isn't a shitcoin to me, because I, I mean, I, I think like uh, privacy is important to me, so I appreciate the work they're doing over there, and I, I do, I kind of think of it as like almost like a Bitcoin side chain with uh, a token on it called XMR that's going to zero, uh, long term. So, so, so I think Monero could be useful for Bitcoiners for spending and receiving but not for like savings. Right. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so it's a chain that, that has purpose right now today has purpose. So to me, it's not a shit coin, but at the same time, I believe every single asset on earth, altcoins, Chrysler building, Apple stock are all trending to zero in Bitcoin terms. Same with XMR. Yeah, but that's not useful. So let's 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 get in. A, let's let's try and do a more useful situation. Let's go. 
that's not because like that's a long enough time frame let's say next five to ten years like i believe if bitcoin hyper if uh hyper bitcoinization happens it's a multi-decade play right gradually then suddenly i don't know when that suddenly is let's say that even even make it easier over the next five years i don't think the dollar and the pound the euro and the end die over the next five years they could die over like 10 20 years so let's say the next five years does monero have a use case is it interesting because there's so much pressure to be a maxi if you're a bitcoiner and there's so much pressure to not like appreciate any other coin but there is just something about monero i'm like nah. I can see a scenario I would use that because I'm shit with privacy. I'm shit with tech. If I had to like do something I totally didn't want to get traced, I would feel a little bit more comfortable using Monero than Bitcoin because I would probably fuck something up with Bitcoin and get traced. That's my scenario. Yeah, I mean, I think I summed it up already. I, I like, I, I think, you know, specifically in like life or death situations when privacy is really important, there's a lot of advantages to using Monero. I just don't think it's a it's a good savings mechanism compared to Bitcoin, but I don't think anything is. No, but that's a different um, use case. But right, I mean, I I mean, but if you look at, uh, and this is why, like, I think the chains that survive are the chains that have easy ways to swap between them. Or they have a use case. Um, no, no, they have a use case. Let's just look at everything else, right? I like Bitcoin as a use case. If I want to send you some money, I'm going to send you some Bitcoin, Matt. If I want to get paid by my sponsors, I'm going to get some Bitcoin. If I want to save some money, I'm going to use Bitcoin. Has a use case. If I want to, if I've just sold you, why would I use Monero? Because I'm fucking crap with Bitcoin privacy tech. I would do something stupid. Like if I wanted to buy some crack cocaine. Yeah, if you're going to use a dark market, you should use yeah, Monero. Because I would like, definitely. Like the average person is going to. Like, and, 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 but, but. The thing is, is, is what people don't realize is, you know, if you, if you have like Bitcoin privacy tools, techniques, tech, like is integral in that process as well. Right. Because you should still, it's a layered thing, you know, and it's additive. So you, you use, you know, you use CoinJoin before you use Monero to get Monero, right? Like to, to, for that process to get Monero, you need to have use Bitcoin privacy tools to begin with. Yeah, um, so well, I consider you, like Monero. You're meant to. Monero is one of the Bitcoin privacy tools in a Bitcoiner's arsenal. It just happens to have this volatile token attached to it that you have to use in order to get the advantages, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I know why you're saying that, but like I would go on exchange and buy Monero and not use CoinJoin Bitcoins because I don't want... I don't know what I'm doing with CoinJoin and still not worry too much. I'm like, prove what I use my Monero for. Just prove it. But the easiest way to get Monero is with Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, of course. But like I would do it in a private way. Mm, yeah. Okay, if you want to get Monero in a private way, the easiest way to do it is with Bitcoin. The easiest way to get Monero is with Bitcoin without CoinJoin in it because you because CoinJoin is a, an additional step that you have to learn about. My point is, 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 is that I feel like they're, they're complementary. Yeah. Um, but not in the way that an XMR holder might wish it was. Yeah, but yeah, but still, it's it's got a use case. It's got a use case whereby I'm like, oh, fuck. What's your point? My point is, is that that whole everything but part. What from, is a shit coin? No, no. My, does, does gold? Does gold? Does gold have utility? Yes, but it's still a shit coin. Yeah, but that's the point. Like, if if we say is a shit coin, is the definition of a shit coin trends to zero in Bitcoin terms, or is it more uh, not than for that? Me. 
No, I think it's different because I think okay. if you do that, you actually you you might even accidentally legitimize stuff. You legitimize Dentacoin because you're saying Dentacoin's a shit coin and gold's a shit coin and Monero. Right, they're different levels. Of yeah, but well, I I would say a shit coin is something that has has absolutely no fucking use at all today. In the present, okay. So then you can go, okay. None of it, none of that. Like Dentacoin, zero uh, X, Zcash. None of it does. But like Monero has a use case today. I can think of a scenario I would use Monero and not use Bitcoin. Not regularly. It probably trends to zero because there's not enough usage. But it does. I can think of a use case for Ethereum slightly in that I may use a stable coin that's on Ethereum. That's probably my only scenario. Literally my only one. I some and I never have. I mean, if you're so using a, if you're using a stable coin, you're not using Ethereum. If it's a stable coin on Ethereum, I'm using Ethereum. I guess it doesn't exist without it. And gold, I can see some scenarios. What I'm saying is like, but you could use liquid for that if you wanted to. But I don't know how to. I don't know where it is. Or like maybe. I, I, I mean, it looks like you'll be able to use Lightning for that pretty soon too. Hopefully, but I mean, why? I don't even think stable coins. I think stable coin, you know, is like the short term little phenomenon. Because like, yeah, who, who needs a who needs a trusted third party version of a shitty money? That's true. And do you know what's funny? You know, Sats really are my funny. stable coin. I love like telling you shit I've never done. I've never ever once used or held tether, ever. Neither have I, ever. Oh, not wow, a single time. Not a single. Not ever once. Imagine never. me putting that on Twitter. <laughs> no, never, not and and the funny thing is, I've defended the shit out of it. Like if you yeah, go back, there's like. There's a million different threads with me arguing Bitfinex and all of his people like about Tether or whatever. I I would never use it. I have never used it. Um, I, so, I I mean that's it is I, but I understand especially in past years and for the next year or two why it could be very useful for people to have dollars like outside of the regulated system. Mm -hmm. What people don't realize is that's the value prop. Like I don't really understand the value prop of like a regulated tether competitor that has to deal with all the same regs as as like a, a bank will or like some of them don't have to yet there's like this little middle ground but they're going to they're all it's going to be the same as like bank fiat so i don't understand that advantage but i kind of understand like the black market cash of tether advantage but then you run the risk of third party risk right you you have to trust that that the you have to trust tether um and the guys that are running it that there's actually money in the bank and I, I just, I, that's not, you know, the whole reason I Bitcoin is the opposite of that trust, right? Yeah, no, no, and, and I'm with you. But if I went on like River, which I don't use, but if I went on River and they had Tether on there, I'd be okay with that. And I think I would be okay if they had Monero, but nothing else. There's literally nothing else. But it wouldn't bother me. Monero doesn't bother me. Like Mr. Hoddle gives some shit about like um, Monero. I'm like, it's the one that doesn't bother me. And I'm like, feel this pressure. Maybe I should admit, like, it's a shit coin just to like appease people, but it doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. And I get why people would use it. You're fucking tweeting. See, I can tell your eyes are distracted, and then I get an alert on well, my you phone. You tweeted says, it first, so I just want I did a response reply. tweet. <laughs> Rival photos. Um, Rival so, photos. so you're you're saying you wouldn't mind tether? Photos. You wouldn't mind tether or Monero? No. Oh, no, that's way That's worse. where you draw the line. My, I've got my eyes fucking shut. You I know. I, I did the reverse. I did the that's reverse. That's way thing. worse. That's way worse. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, like, I, yeah, I, Tether doesn't bother me. I, I don't use it. Monero doesn't bother me. 
Yeah, they they don't bother me. The thing is, I tell you what's funny about Ethereum. Let me talk to you about Ethereum. Ethereum doesn't bother me probably in the way it bothers you. I still think it's junk, but it doesn't bother me in the way it bothers you. So I look at Ethereum and I'm like, I don't care that it exists. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to buy it. That to me is Vegas. It's just that is Vegas. Not like other shit is. Like fuck Dentacoin and fuck all these altcoins. Like they're all stupid. Don't make any sense. I I think think about Ethereum. It's like you go in there knowing it's a casino. You leave knowing it's a casino. If you make some money, good. If you don't, then so be it. Like my problem with Ethereum, um, is that like Ethereum set up like everything that was wrong with this industry and they normalized it. And they like created this concept. And at the same time as they, they did that, they, they came at Bitcoiners and Bitcoin, That's you know, different. and, and, and they, there was this whole flipping narrative and bullshit. And they pretended like that, just, we were the toxic maximalists. And, and that is like the most annoying little bitch behavior ever. It does. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, it, on, on a personal basis, if, if, if someone that you grew up with was doing that to you, you would not have that. Like, I'm not okay. cool with that. You can't be taking okay. shots at me and then pretend like I'm the asshole. You know, like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? <sighs> like, that's ridiculous. And, and at the same time, shit's trending to zero. So, you know, and, 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 and they like to play their little scarcity games and they're fucking doing it again. You know, they did it. Yeah. They they did it. They did it with the Dow. They did it with uh, ICOs. They did it with the Ice Age, and now they're doing it with ETH too. They like to yeah. play these games where they do these centralized lockups to try and pump the price and dump on plebs. Like that is the mo that they do, and they've continued that mo and they've normalized that mo. Yeah, but like I think all the people in there know it's happening. They accept it as well. No, no, the majority yeah, of people do. are victims. But, and same really? with Ripple. The majority of people are victims. There's no, a, Ripple's there's, different. They are victims. It's Stockholm Syndrome. They believe. Ripple like, is the extreme. That's why it's so funny when, when we have people like Vitalik talk down to the Ripple guys, right? Is <laughs> because it's, it's, it's the, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's the extreme machination of of what Ethereum's doing. Same with like EOS, something like EOS, right? Like they just did everything that Ethereum did, but they just took it to the 11. You know, they just took it to the next. It's like the cartoon version of, of what Ethereum did. Can I tell you my EOS story? Sure. So back early ball round 17, making some good money. Things are going well. I'm out in San Francisco. I meet this guy who runs his hedge fund. And he's like, do you want to come and help us trade some shit? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, okay, can you go meet this guy? He's got this thing called EOS they're interested in. It. So it's this guy invested in EOS. So I go to this fucking hedge fund. Yeah, beautiful office. And I'm in there. And EOS is at like, what was it? It was like 40, 45 cents. And I'm in the room and he's like, We've got massive plans for this. It's going to be huge. You should invest in it. He's like, I'm buying as much of this as I can. So anyway, so I leave. Bear in mind, I'm trading all kinds of shit. So I put $20,000 into EOS at like 45 cents. It goes up to 55 cents. And I'm like, sweet. It drops back to 50. 
and I shit myself and I sell the lot. And then it went to it like $16 or something. No, no, dude, it went up to $22. <laughs> Fucking $22. I'm so glad I'm out. almost called what EOS did. No, nearly. No, I'm so glad I'm out of that. All that bullshit. Like, it's just not worth it. But uh, that guy made a, that guy made a lot of money with that bullshit. No, I mean, and and look, and that's one of the things I learned last cycle. How's the whiskey? Is, this whiskey is delicious. Thank you again. Um, is welcome. that it? Doesn't matter if long term you think these things are going to be scams. Um, you know, the market could be really irrational in the short term. And there was there, you know, like in hindsight, should have bought the Ethereum ICO. Right, like I'd be. Uh, would you? I, I'd be living on a citadel somewhere, you know, just like in hindsight, knowing everything. Would Novo you? Novo levels, you? just going fucking ham. Yeah, but would you? Would you what? now? If Ethereum was to come out tomorrow, no. But if Ethereum was to come out tomorrow, knowing everything you know, and you thought it would do, it would go from like pennies to hundreds of dollars, and you could turn thousand dollars into a million dollars. Would you do it? Yeah, but I, that's not like a, it's. I, I probably miss it again, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, but I don't know. Miss it because you think it's a poor investment, or miss it because, or because of like the now, Matt O'Dell like, mora- mor- morality line. Oh no, 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 no. Shit no, no, no. So what I've learned is you take morality out. It's what matters is how much sats you get. You fucking shit corner. Um, you like morality shouldn't decide your investment. Morality should decide if you promote an investment to people, mm. but like, but like, by all means, secretly have a bag of some Gosh. immoral shit, because if that immoral shit pumps, like you should get your your take, right? Like that. That's it's it's, it's like don't hate the player, hate the game, right? But but don't don't. At the same time, don't go out there and promote their unethically, you know, fail to disclose trade-offs, fail to disclose that you think this thing's going to go down to zero. Um, I got like, the book for that's you, That's where man. you can go fuck yourselves. Crypto yeah, assets, yeah. Like, there's no shame there, right? By this guy, Chris Beniski? Yeah, it was the I template got, for last cycle. I've actually, it was the I've actually got, a few, I got a few of them. Why do you have so many of them? I bought three of them to give away as competitions and never did. I fucking just <laughs> they're iconic. They're gonna. He unfollowed me on Twitter for being mean about shit coins. Pissed him off with that. So you, so basically, you're admitting you're a shit coiner. Eth- look, I, 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 I. You're an ethical shit coiner. No, I just, you know, in hindsight, like I just wish I got some sats off of that fucking trade, dude. My two best trades ever. I'm going to tell you right now. My two best trades ever. ETH. So when I got back into Bitcoin, like early 2017, <laughs> went onto Coinbase, bought a bunch of Bitcoin, and there's this thing called Ethereum that was at nine dollars, and I bought it and I sold it at like two hundred dollars. Made a shitload. My best ever trade, fucking ever, was XRP. I don't want to hear it. No, no, because this is totally understandable and ethical. In that, I mean, you're admitting to trading in illegal security. Well, it wasn't illegal security back then. <laughs> so, like, listen, what happened is, like, I've, I'm literally a month back into <laughs> cryptocurrencies. I buy fucking everything. But this is where um, unit, unit bias works. My friend was like, oh, you need to get this thing called XRP. I'm like, where do you get it from? Like, gate, gate, gate exchange or something? Yeah, gate.io. Fuck that. Yeah, something like that. And it was, like, something like 0.005 cents. 
an XRP. I put $500 in and I sold it a few months later for $30,000. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, there's, there's a bar. I wouldn't, I don't think I would ever trade something like that. Um, but I don't know. What maybe get, I would. What if you get more sets? <sighs> you know, life's short. Like you gotta be able to look your grandkids in the face. Pete, we, so, it, it's, it's been an hour here. We've mostly talked about price and shit coins. Can we talk yeah. about something that matters? Well, they all matter. What do you want to talk about? Like, I've got a list here. What's important to you? Well, I mean, shit coins don't. Uh, and price is, you know, what do we care what it's priced in shitty money? Do you want to talk about Taproot? No. Well, you know, we could talk about that next year, how we're looking forward to it getting activated. I've told them to. I've, I've just said, look, come on, activate that. Do you think Taproot will be activated by this time next year when we do our fourth annual special? Yeah, I've told him to do it. Should like, we bet? On. I was like, guys, I have, I have on. a bet with Marty for a million sats. The loser has to pay HRF a million sats. And I said Taproot's not going to get activated uh, by this time next year. What's a million sats? Well, now, but at the time, yeah. it was like 80 bucks. And What's now it's 280. Okay, I'll bet you 10 million sats it is. No, I'm not going to put that. <laughs> I'll That's tell you a what. a lot of money. I know. I, I, I would, I would prefer if Taproot gets... I'd prefer if Taproot gets... Uh, see that See that bottle you've got in front of you now? Yeah. I bet you that. So you get me I, that if it... Yeah, okay. I'll do yeah, that. Well, I'll a bet Glenn Farclaw's single malt scotch whiskey aged 25 years. I bet you that it's going to be activated. I told them. I was like, come like, on, Like, Taproot guys. is live. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I, New I Year's Day, New Year's Day, January 2022. I said to them, I was like, come on, guys. I approve this. Let's get this shit live. And I don't know why it isn't. I told them to do it. And I was like, Polstra, Peter, I approve it. Yeah, I'm, look, I 100%. I would happily buy you this bottle to have taproot. <laughs> I have literally <laughs> no idea what... I, if I got interviewed now and they're like, what's Taproot? I'd be like, uh, it's like something. We've got well, this. Then you thing. reviewed the code. Yeah, I did. And I'm like, I'm okay with it. But I still don't know what it means. There's this other thing, EDCDA or something, like some like curve, which gives us cryptography. And it's not as efficient as Schnorr, but, but we couldn't use Schnorr before because this Schnorr dude was a greedy fucker and he painted it. But like that's not run out. So now we can use it. So we it's ready. That's basically that's my taproot. That's that's everything I know about taproot. It's ready to go. Everyone's shitting themselves. They got PTSD from Segware. And they think if I do this and I fuck this up, it's on me. The that's taproot shill the taproot shill in 30 seconds is it's heavily reviewed. Um there's broad consensus that it's an improvement for Bitcoin. Um it makes multi-sig both cheaper and more private, and it will give us a major stepping stone to better improvements. It's like a, it's a nice setup uh, for things we can do in the future. So yeah, I, I hope I hope to see it over this next year. But I do I'm I I I think I my my real guess is like March twenty twenty two somewhere around there. I think uh, so, like about- fifteen months, sixteen months, something in the in that range. I think Taproot affects. 
50% of Tales from the Crypt listeners, and I think it doesn't affect 98% of the <laughs> listeners. Uh yeah, yeah. The, the the majority of our listeners over at Tales from the Crypt are probably deciding like whether or not they should have kids based on taproot activation. Like they're like, yeah. Uh, well, I would really like to, you know, have the kid at like three months after taproot activation. I feel like it'd be the the proper time. We'd be more ready and prepared for it. Yeah. See, what Bitcoin did, listeners, they they listened to the one with Polstra. They listened to him for an hour, talk about it, and then me go, "What the fuck are you on about?" And they went, "Yeah, I agree." <laughs> Yeah, um, so. No, yeah, but I, I mean, I think it's a very, very obvious path uh, for us to take, and I, I hope to see it get approved, and I hope to be buying you a bottle next year. I um, mean, worst case scenario, you buy me one. Uh, I would buy you one anyway, bro. At least it's going down in price versus my pet with Marty, which, like, I don't know what, yeah, you know, I don't want to go back to price talk. So let's, what's our next conversation? Well, no, I tell you what, tell me about because I think I was going to check it out. I got a pop up on my Twitter the other day about. Citadel Dispatch. And I'm like, okay. Matt's done his own thing. What's uh, Citadel Dispatch? Tell me about... Have you watched it? No, I, I, I saw it pop up. I didn't realize it was a podcast. I thought it was a YouTube thing. It's both. I was going to check out. But I don't listen to I don't listen to crypto podcasts. I haven't listened to a crypto, crypto well, or Bitcoin well, it's podcast. It's not a crypto a podcast. Okay, Bitcoin a, podcast. It's a Bitcoin show. Yeah, but I haven't listened to a Bitcoin crypto podcast in over a year. You I don't, don't, I don't listen, listen to yourself? I don't listen to mine. I don't listen to anyone. Okay, so right. so you want to know the secret sauce? Matt Odell listens to every single show that he does. Okay. That's ridiculous. I don't think anyone else is... I, very few are doing that. Few. There's this actor. What's his fucking name? I listen... Uh, not only do I listen to all of my shows so I can learn from them, and, and because I feel like if, if I have an audience that is listening to them, that I should also be listening to them. But I listen to all of your you people shows. So I listen I listen to yours. I listen to Stefan's. So you um, listen to more of mine than I do. I listen, yeah. I listen to the I listen to like all the plebcasts that I fucking love, like bit by bit podcast. Um Swan Signal has been killing it recently. Uh and, and I, I go on the, down the rabbit hole with Kaz Kaz. Like I did a really good show with him. Um so so I'm very much in this space and I I very much practice what I preach. I believe that time is money. So if I'm already going into listeners' ears at least two hours a week with rabbit hole recap, basically, I mean, it's supposed to be an hour show, but they've been trending long lately. Actually, um, actually, f- sorry, let me just say, I, I did, I have listened to, I think, two rabbit hole recaps in the last year. So I'm a mild liar. Something's go. come up that I wanted to listen to. Well, I'm to. glad that we have a high percentage listener count on you. No, let, let me tell you why. Like, I, I could sound like a dick saying, oh, I don't listen to any Bitcoin podcasts. Let me tell you why I don't do it. I th- I'm sure we've had this conversation before. So there was a time where I used to listen to every show. I used to listen to Marty. I used to listen to Rabbit Hole. I used to listen to Steven. I used to listen to Citizen. And what I found I was doing is like they were influencing what I did. And I wanted to make a show that's always... I've always wanted to make a show which is about what I'm going through and what I'm learning. Right. And, and I, and but I, I think your show would be better if you listened to Rabbit Hole Recap and Citadel Dispatch. I might listen to Citadel Dispatch. Okay, so but let me I, finish my shill. No, let me explain why. Then you can show the shit out of it. I found it was influencing me, so I made the decision. I, th- I was like, I've got two choices. It should influence I le- you. 
Well, no, no. I was like, I'm either going to listen to Bitcoin shows and learn more about Bitcoin to influence my show, or I'm going to listen to other shows and learn more about other interviewers and how I can be a better interviewer. And I was like, I made a decision. I'm not going to listen to Bitcoin shows. I'm going to listen to as many different shows as I can and listen to how other people do interviews and see if I can do a better interview. I don't know if it's worked. It, I might have fucked up, but like I don't listen and I listen to as many shows as I can, but that aren't Bitcoin because I don't want people listening to my show and go, oh, I heard that question on Stefan or I heard that question on Marty or I heard. Yeah, so I, I mean, I actually be- do the opposite. Yeah. So I listen to pretty much only Bitcoin shows now. Yeah. I, my podcasting used to be more diversified. I used to listen to a bunch of politics and, and business and stuff as well. Now I just is pretty much all Bitcoin shows and like a few tech shows. And the reasoning is, is that I want to provide the listeners something different. And I want to know what the other creators, other producers out there are, are, are doing. And I want to do something different. Um, That's so, so funny. So I was already taking, let's say, an hour to two hours of, of our listeners' precious time every week. And then on top of that, I really enjoyed going on other people's uh, podcasts, especially these up and coming plebcasts. And there's a lot of them and it's fantastic. Like it is, if you compare it to 2017, we have such a vital ecosystem of Bitcoin only podcasts. It's, a, it's like this informal Bitcoin only network. It's fucking fantastic. So I was, I've been doing that and I, I wanted to do more. I love Bitcoin. I'm fascinated by Bitcoin. I've dedicated myself to this mission of of trying to improve money and and also like improve people's privacies and fight back privacy and fight back and and take sovereignty over our own lives. Um, and I, I was thinking to myself, how do I do that in a way that's you know n- n- not uh, content for content, you know, content for yes. content's sake. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to give people quality for the time they spent, and and that's where Citadel Dispatch was born. So it's it's a completely new format that I don't think anyone has tried before. Um, and I'm very excited about it. I have two episodes now. It's, it's, it's a live stream, but it's audio only live stream with active audience participation. So the audience has a live chat where they're in with text form and they're participating directly in our chat. That is, that is streamed out to all people, regardless of platform they watch it on. Um, and then we drop it in the podcast feed afterwards because it's not a video first show. It's audio. Mm-hmm. It's an audio live stream. So it translates pretty well into podcast format. Um, and we have it going into both the TFTC main feed. And then it also has its own separate podcast feed. So I, I think it's something unique. I think it's something special. I'm trying to do it on Tuesdays um, at 6 p.m. Eastern time, 2300 UTC. This week, I'm going to try 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2200 UTC. I'm trying to find the right time zone straddle so I can get as many, because the idea is two guests, live, rotates. But but it's it's I'm, I'm not doing the traveling roadshow, Bitcoin guests. I'm doing, there's going to be like 35, 40 guests that are like recurring, you know? Like, it's just like, it's like the boys. And like, I'm, I'm just, they're like guest hosts and I'm bringing them in and, and we're going to be rotating them around. So I'm just trying new things, trying to change it up, trying to do something different, connect directly with our audience. And it's fun. It's It's been two weeks now. Um, I officially get to say I started in 2020 um, and I'm really excited for this next year. And that's citadeldispatch.com for all the links. 
What, what, when do you want me on? We'll we'll figure it out, Pete. I got I got to find it right now. I I no, nobody invites me on their podcast, Pete. Uh, there there's there's <laughs> specifically there's been a gap in in uh, in technical shows. Um, so that's been the gap that I've been trying to leverage. But um, Marty, Marty doesn't invite me on. Stefan doesn't invite me on. No but, one invites uh, me on their podcast. At, at, some, at, some, at, at some point, we'll, we'll do a non-technical show, and I will have you at the top of the list. No, Nobody ever invites me on their podcast. It's really, really sad. I have everyone on mine. They don't I've literally me. only had two episodes of my new show. Yeah. Wow. I've had you on like eight of mine. You know, fucking, no, nobody asked me. What? Do you know what the funny thing is, right? Have fun staying like, poor, Pete. I, I, I was like, why doesn't anyone invite me on? I did a couple of recent. I was like, I'm fucking terrible answering questions. I did this show with this dude the other day, and he was like asking me about Bitcoin. I was answering, and he was like, what's the blockchain? I was like, shit, how do I explain this? And I actually realized I fucking don't know shit, and I think my show works. Because I don't know shit, I'm constantly saying, like, just explain it to me. Just explain it to me. And they do. Not because, like... I'm like thinking. I literally don't understand it. If it's creative, I've got it. I'll fuck. It. I'll crush anyone in Bitcoin on creative and marketing. But when it comes to the technical, I was like, it's like a building that you're building floors on, and every time you build a floor, you cryptographically protect the previous floor. And then I was like, I don't know how the fuck to explain. I don't know, man. Listen, you you keep your technical show. You keep you keep your technical friends. I don't need to be on your fucking. <laughs> I don't want to be on your well, citadel. Fuck your citadel. Dude, you sh- first of all, before I'm inviting you on Citadel Dispatch, I expect you to actually fucking watch the show, bro. Mm. Mm. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check it out. I think, I think, I you know, I think it's it. I think it would make you a better Bitcoiner. I'm a terrible. Right. Stay humble, Matt. I, I I think it. I think it will help. I I think it'll be a useful show. I, that that's why I do it. If I didn't think it would help people, I wouldn't do it. Dude, I know you'll crush it. Listen, if I listen to that, I know I'm going to listen to everyone. You did, uh, was, did you have NVK on the first one? Yeah, so I had Rodolfo and Evan Kaloudis, uh, the first one. And we talked about self-custody. And then the second one, uh, we talked about privacy and KYC with Ergo, BTC, and Bitcoin Q&A. Two NIMS. That's, that's reminded me. I need you for something. I need you for something. That's just reminded me now. And we're making the show. Are we gonna do a live or? No, no, we're not gonna do this. I've got it on my spreadsheet here. <laughs> got my spreadsheet here. You remind um, me. So you've listened to Defiance. You, you know how that's I like ridiculous. Making... That Brad Garlinghouse is behind you, by the way. He just keeps staring at me. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, but you know that picture always changes, right? That was uh, yes. Yeah, it been, was uh, um, Ian Bellina. Last year uh, was Ian Bellina. Last year was Ian Bellina. I think I've had Richard Hart. Uh, I had um, what's his name? What's the Mazari guy? Ryan Selkis. I changed it today. I changed it yesterday because I did the interview with uh, the Mooch. So I, I feel like it around. doesn't matter which month it is. Ryan Selkis is always like boldly going into Zcash. This <laughs> just keeps going down. Like, why do you keep doing it to yourself, bro? Why do you keep doing it to yourself? This is on your clock, man. I got my clock here. I don't even, I even fucking. You see mine? Yeah, I see it. It's great. I'm getting clock jealousy here right now. People think I'm such a Rodolfo show. So what were you going to ask me? So I've got, uh, you know, you've listened to Defiance, right? You know these like mini documentaries we make? Yeah, I think you're doing a pretty good job with it. Well, we're bringing them My to the Bitcoin My lady loves show. it. Well, you know, she's got good taste. We're, uh, we're, uh, we're bringing them to the Bitcoin show. We're doing, um, 
mini documentaries. Oh, you know we're doing them. I told you about one. I don't don't reveal it. Right. You don't have. To, he's doing like a live unboxing with Block Clock. Right no, I'm videoing. I'm videoing this, so the video is gonna come out. It's fucking sexy, isn't it? It's so nice. Look at the fucking presentation. That's fucking cool. Dude, I literally have it set up right behind me. But we got bubbles. I'll put that shit together later. You did a good job with the packaging. What would you rather do? Like, put the cock together or play with the bubbles? Dude, the... I, just, I like some... playing... The bubbles are fun. You want some bubbles, don't you? <laughs> Next up, I talked to Matt more about Bitcoin and everything that happened in 2020. But before that, I've got a message from my amazing show sponsors. Okay, let's talk about Kraken, my favorite place for buying and selling Bitcoin, and the only place I use for buying and selling Bitcoin. Kraken is consistently rated the best and most secure crypto exchange and security is really important to me. They also have the best in class in customer service. So whatever issue you have, whoever you are, wherever you are, they are going to get that fixed for you. And if you want to start trading Bitcoin, they have every tool you could possibly need. Whatever your level of experience, at Kraken.com, it could not be easier to sign up and start trading Bitcoin. They also have a beautiful mobile first app so you can buy Bitcoin on the go. With the margin trading futures and OTC desk, Kraken has every option covered for you. There is no better place to trade Bitcoin. You can find out more at Kraken.com or download the app. It's available for the iPhone and Android. Just search for Kraken Pro, which is K-R-A-K-E-N-P-R-O. And lastly today, but never least, my friends over at BlockFi. And they had a big announcement at the end of last year. They are going to be launching a Bitcoin rewards credit card this year, which is pretty, pretty cool. Card users will be able to earn a market lead in 1.5% rewards paid back in Bitcoin on all card purchases. And there is a $200 annual fee, but you can earn a $250 bonus in Bitcoin after spending $3,000 in the first three months. So you can stack sats with all your card purchases. The waitlist registration is now open for all registered BlockFi clients. If you want to join the priority waiting list, then you do need to open up a BlockFi account. The public waitlist is slated to open this month, and I'll let you know when that's available. If you're interested in checking it out, I recommend you do your own research and then head over to BlockFi.com, which is B-L-O-C-K-F-I.com. Back to the list. Uh, okay. Oh, God. I've got a one area I want to talk about with you that you don't really talk about. And I'm well interested in your position. I think you might not want to talk about it. So no we comment. have... Yeah, I think you might no comment <laughs> me. So we have a pandemic at the moment. And we have some people... Oh, my God. You have such shit opinions, bro. You're going to no, bring me into this? No, we, well, try me. Try me if I've got shit opinions. Let's actually okay. see. Because I'm here in the UK at the moment, and I have friends who are doctors. I don't just, like, have a, an opinion that shit for the sake of it. I just have an opinion that some Bitcoiners don't agree with. But I don't come out and say, well, COVID is real, because, like, I just, I'm like some fucking lefty moron. I actually vote conservative. But I have friends who are doctors working in the hospitals, and I phone them first, right? So we we have a situation in the UK, definitely right now, our hospitals are very much overrun. There are some serious issues with hospitals with people with COVID. And then people are like, oh, it's fucking bullshit. People aren't dying. I'm like, yeah. So the, the one thing is that I've spoken to my friends and the doctors and they're like, yeah, the thing is we know how to save people from dying. But the thing is now where people will come in and they die after a few days, they're now surviving because we know how to save them. But that means rather than dying after a few days, they're in hospital for two weeks. And when we have a big influx, big influx, 
We've got a hospital fucking full of people and our issue is we're running out of staff because normally have normal staff levels but staff are off sick because they've got covid and we've got we're running out of beds all rational explanations about what is going on totally get it totally agree go on the bitcoin twitter and it's like it's a fucking pandemic it's come from china to destroy our money like and i hear this complete other side right i never see you chip into this i just don't see you chip in you never chip in. And I think, like, I'll let you answer and then I'll tell you what I think. I, you know, I, my public personality is a Bitcoin only public personality. Take a lot of pride in trying to avoid that topic, avoid politics. I try and avoid all of these exterior topics um, as much as possible. Okay. Um, I, 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 I think people don't. Do you wear a mask? Value my opinion necessarily on those topics, uh, so I focus on Bitcoin. Like uh, I value your, your is, opinion is my is my main focus, and I try and not have any kind of noise or distraction there. I mean, I, as as far as 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 COVID goes, I've been forced to basically have a public opinion about it because of Rabbit Hole Recap. I mean, we've been doing a weekly ep- a weekly show all throughout the pandemic, and 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 let's. You know, the pandemic has been the number one, the you know, the, the number one thing on everyone's mind to a point where in the early rabbit hole recaps, um, I love you, Marty, but Marty was, you know, extra focused on it. But it was very hard for us to have episodes where, you know, the beauty of rabbit hole recap has always been that it's hyper Bitcoin focused. And, yeah, yeah. and there was there was episodes where it was leaking in like pretty hard and like we were having large, you know, Corona conversations. Um, all I know is my own personal experience and my personal experience dictates that. Didn't you have being a friend broadcast- who got sick? Yes, but it's being, I had, I had a younger friend who died from Corona. Yeah. But, uh, the, my personal experience is that living in New York, it was being broadcast that New York was like getting like hit, like insanely diff- hard. Um, and really in, in practice, we never had any hospitals being overrun or anything, but but the way the national media was kind of reporting it was they were reporting it like we were, uh, you know, like DefCon Seven or something, you know, like we were just like completely fucking overrun, and that you know that really hit hit home to me pretty hard. At the same time, I've always been very strong on personal responsibility and personal sovereignty, and to to just see all these these rights just get trampled on and, and, and to see these businesses that have been open for years, decades and built these small businesses all get fucking wrecked, uh, kills me inside. And, 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 and you, you have to question is it, is, is the, 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 is this the, 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 the worst of the symptom? Whatever it is right are the is are yeah, the yeah. things we're doing worse than than what it is and I think they clearly are and I think it it is it is it is you know my people are always the people that are protesting like I don't care which mm-hmm. political side you are the side that's saying this shit is fucked up and I want some answers is usually my side on on either side of the aisle and in this case it happens to be the people that are pushing it back against COVID right now uh, about the COVID. A response and and i think it's never been more clear um how corrupt our governments are 
in that mm-hmm. we have these small businesses getting forcibly destroyed while you have major businesses like the Walmarts of the world that are allowed to stay open, that are hitting new all-time highs. You know, Amazon has never done better. Um, and let, then they do these rescue packages. One second. They do these rescue packages. They do these rescue packages that benefit all their wealthy counterparts. They benefit the people that are holding their money in real assets, you know, in equities and real estate and Bitcoin and gold. And they just fuck over the little guy. Like if, if they were, if, if, if politicians were really sincere about we're all in this together, then they should have just been printing money directly into our pockets. Like yeah. I don't agree with that concept, but if money will be printed, it should be distributed equally to everyone directly with as little corruption as possible. And we have seen the exact opposite of that. So, so to me, it's, it's, a, it's a major wake-up call, and, 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 and you have these governments have historically, in combination with corporations, used fear to take away our rights, and it is happening. And once you start criminalizing protests and criminalizing association with people and criminalizing operating your business— it's bad, man. It's bad, and people need to fucking push back. Like that's what it comes down to. And and so so do I think like the, that Corona doesn't exist? That it's a fucking pl- no. It's I think it's way simpler than that. I think people fucking suck. Our 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 organizations were not prepared for this type of thing. Thank God it wasn't worse than than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went they went from horribly un, like not taking it seriously. Masks don't work. Go to Chinatown. Go do your thing. To the exact opposite, and there was no middle ground. There was no nuance. There was no critical thinking. There was no whatever. And now they're just trampling on our rights and trying to pull yeah. as much money out of us as possible. I like. I'm glad it's not worse, but I think if it, I think if it, if it was worse, it would have been easier. It's because it's like this gray area where I mean, like, a lot of people would have died. Like if it was, if yeah. it was, if it was as bad as they made it seem it was in April or whatever. Like, like it would have. We would have yeah, got fucked. Like, we would have yeah. wrecked. We would have got absolutely destroyed. Like people would have. Like, do you remember? Like people were believing, like credibly, at one point that like people were just dying in China. They were just like falling on the street. They were yeah, just. But they like, were collapsing. showing videos. Of that. So let's try. And, like, like I, I always try and be practical about this stuff, Matt. I I try not to be left, not to be right. Just see all the information. Try and be practical. So what was the information we were dealing with back then? So we know about this condition that's happening in China. And what do we see? We see hospitals overrun. We also see the Chinese government building hospitals as quickly as fucking possible. And we see videos of people collapsing in the street. Now, the videos of people collapsing in the street look scary. Now it's just like, well, why hasn't it happened anywhere else in the world? But at the time, it kind of looks scary, right? Then it moves well, to other countries. Yeah. And we see, we see Italy very quickly locked down, very quickly having problems. Now, if you're anywhere in the world and you think there's a virus that anyone can get and like people are just fucking dying, I don't I think it's understandable for people to be slightly scared back in April. Because every bit of information you're getting is that people are dying and this is scary. Now it's different. Now it's totally different. But the different. difference is 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 in April, I was responding to a perceived risk that I thought was gonna affect myself, my family, my business. Yeah. Yeah. And my friends. And I was responding 
personally how I saw fit. Yeah. Um, and and I saw a failure in government to respond. And then it was the exact opposite. Now it's 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 their will is being forced on us. Um, and and it will continue. Like these things don't go away, they don't disappear. And this idea that we're just gonna normalize um that like to travel i got to show papers or yeah, yeah. I get or, or 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 that they can just close a protest at will or that i'm not allowed to meet up with 10 people in new york city inside otherwise it's a crime is is fucking crazy it is yeah. it is insane and people need to fucking push back like uh, you know, they're not going to give us shit they're not the small businesses are getting fucking destroyed Absolutely destroyed. No one's going to give them shit unless they fucking stand up. You know, they have. No, no, no. Listen, listen. listen. Look, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And and I try and take both sides, which is really difficult in the Bitcoin world. When you try and take both sides to understand what the middle ground is and where people are, it's very difficult because you just get called a cuck and a fucking status and whatever. But like, I think if you're trying to do some form of journalism, it's important to do it, right? So I don't disagree with most of what you're saying. And then I, but then I look and I go, okay. Every single country in the world is dealing with this problem. You have places like Australia that have dealt with it very harshly in a way that Americans would not accept, where they're literally forcing people to stay in their homes and they've kept the transmissions low. We have places like the UK and the US a little bit more like, okay, we're not going to be as harsh. We've had massive. It's worse by you than by me. Yeah, well, look, US has very high death rate, very high transmission rate. We have in the UK, we I don't care what people say, we have a real problem with admissions in our hospitals at the moment. Our hospitals are full. Yeah, it's not just something that's maybe going, you listen to mainstream media. No, it's not. I've spoken to my friends who are doctors in hospitals. They're like, no, we're fucked. Our hospitals are not they're saying it's not only our hospitals are full. Normally, we have hospitals full at this time of year, but we have less staff available because we're testing them and they're infected, so we can't have them in. Like, if we just let this go, we just say, we're not going to do anything. It's just that we're going to have, like, a really high, much higher transmission rate than we have now. And I always say to people, like, just what is your answer? Just give me your answer. Like, I know mine. But I'm saying, what is your answer? People complain about the decisions that government make, and I accept it and understand. And a lot of it is fucked up. But like, what is your answer? What would you do differently? Life and has risks. And I think a lot risks. of people struggle there. Oh no, Life no, I'm with has you. Risks. We have risks every day. You know, no, I'm with people, you. You get hit by cars. Like people just die, man. Like, like this idea. This idea is like it's a super fucking coddled mentality. This idea that we should just shut down the world economy. I'm not um, saying shut down over saying over down. a a disease that appears to not be as you know deadly as 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 it was first perceived. You know, and 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 I don't I don't think I don't I don't think that these measures substantially slow down shit or improve shit, and and they they make everything way worse. Uh, you know, if 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 you're a restaurant and you're operating, and we had no restrictions whatsoever, you're going to be operating at way reduced capacity anyway. Like people practically just aren't going to go out and eat. They'll be less likely to go out and eat. The only people that will do it will be the people that assess that risk. We don't need these these 
dictations from above that decide, you know, whether or not you can run your business and at the same mm-hmm. time still keep charging us taxes, still keep fucking diluting all of our money and 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 feeding it into massive corporations and and big pockets. Like like this it is it is fucking insane. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It is like, absolutely I, ridiculous. Most of and, what and, you and, say. And and the argument is science. Fuck you, man. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Just, listen, listen. Look, I don't. I'm. I don't. This was not a reasonable entirely. response. This was not. This was not like a logical, reasonable response. Uh, look, I don't disagree with you entirely. And people listening will be like, "Yeah, Matt's fucking brilliant, Pete. You're a cuck." But like, I'm trying to frame it for the sake of making it a worthy debate, right? So, if anyone's listening, I don't hundred percent disagree with Matt. I think the response back in March, April, I kind of get it. You, we were fed videos of people collapsing in China, hospitals overrun. The, the, hospitals the people, the people that would be eating dinner at the restaurants that are not allowed to serve them are going over to their friend's house no, and no, seeing them this. anyway. You're, and instead, they're a criminal. They're criminalized. No, no, no. Like, Matt, there is miss- no. There's no. It's Matt, not. Matt, you're missing it's my point. Not you're- actually productive. There's no productive goal there. No, no, but you're missing my point. My point is we have governments and governments have public health departments who try and protect the health of the public. Whether you agree with it or not, like, all I'm saying is they exist. Back in March, April, we were shown videos of people in China collapsing on the street. We were told about the scary virus. We were shown China building hospitals. Then it went to Italy and the exact same happened again. I understand why governments reacted quickly and went, holy shit, there's something happening, it's a pandemic, we need to deal with it. I get why back in March, April, there were like issues and it's like, we need to deal with this. I think now it's entirely different. We know a lot more, like things have to change, but we are, whatever you think about it, like forget the US, I'm just talking about the UK right now, we have a higher hospitalization rate now than we did back in uh, April, but we also like like we, it just exists. So all I would be saying to people is like, do you know anyone who's had serious COVID symptoms? Just yeah, death? yeah, any? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, like a friend of mine, her dad died. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, like, but like, fuck it. Like, that's anyone can have that. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have. Like, you, you had a friend die. Like. My point being is I don't I don't care about that. Like when people go, do you know? It's, it's an irrelevant question to me. What I care about is like my friend who's been on my podcast. He's a doctor. Like what's going on with you? And like what he told me in April, he was like he cried on my podcast. And then I spoke to him a few weeks ago. He was like, yeah, it's not as bad as we first thought. Like he's telling me that. But what he's saying to me and it's yeah, like in a lot spoke- of ways. Like, people are acting like it's worse now than they were acting in April, you know? It's like people are being unreasonable. People need to be slapped sometimes, you know, and just, like, told, like, snap the fuck out of it. Stop being ridiculous. No, I don't don't disagree, but, like, uh, I spoke to the... A really interesting conversation I had with this doctor working out in Minnesota, and he said, he said, the big thing is now people are saying, oh, not as many people are dying. He's like, what's happened is, from the first outbreak to now is we have learned about how to treat people. So we had certain death rate, and now we have a much lower death rate because we know to give them this, uh, to turn them on the side, to give them this drug. Like, we know how to save people from this now. But he said the problem is, is that 
People used to die in a few days and they'd be gone. Now they're surviving, and but they're in a bed for two, three weeks. So what we have to do is we have to put them in a bed and look them after look after them for two or three weeks. Therefore, our hospital is filling up with you know all these people, and we've also got staff on low morale. They've been working all year, and then if a staff gets infected, they can't work in hospital. Like this, I I don't think COVID is a is as bad as the original thought was in terms of people dying, whatever. I just think hospitals have just got a tough time managing this. The number of people coming through the door, and then those people coming through the door and looking after them and just making sure they're like looked after. It's, I think the problem we have is that the government is treating it like it was in the original outbreak, like it is now. And we have all these people who are no, like, the they problem, can't run the company. Pete, Pete, the problem is, is the incentives are fucking broken. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The incentives are broken and the people in charge realize they can take more power and they can take more money if they continue whatever the fuck path they want to continue here. And they have they have the ability to continue that path because of well. Let's of work this through virus. that. Let's work through and, that. Wait, no that that's the situation we're in right now. Like like it is it is way bigger than this fucking virus. Like people don't realize what we're looking at. Like in New York City is my home. It is my it is it is and is getting decimated. It is getting and it's all self inflicted. Mm-hmm. It's it was a lack of reaction in the beginning. And then an overreaction to now. And yeah. and and you we have small businesses that are just completely fucked. There there'll probably be like 10% of restaurants will survive in New York City. Yeah. At the same time, the government says that landlords can't evict people. So they create a situation and then they they fuck over downstream at the same fucking time. So there's this like hidden, there's this hidden uh risk in New York. I, this is just my own city. This is what I know, right? This is what I focus on is, 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 is what I can touch, what I can feel, what I've lived. And, and, and we, ha- we have residential tenants that are, that are you know, residential people that, are, that, that can't afford their rents. And we have retail people who can't afford their rents. And we have eviction freezes. So you have this whole huge ticking time bomb that's going on in New York City right now. Mm-hmm. And, and de Blasio will be gone. Our mayor will be gone by the time all this fucking shit blows up in everyone's faces. You know, the senators will be gone by the time all this shit blows up in their faces. And so at the same time, they're just enriching all their cronies. Let's just enrich all our cronies. No one gets any fucking, you know, rescue packages for for being told you can't operate your fucking business. You know, like this is fucking like it is it is way bigger than than this virus impact at this point. And at the same time. You know, why isn't like a city like Miami just completely destroyed? Why isn't in a city like Dallas, uh, you know, we had, you know, call us irresponsible. I went down to Dallas uh, for a Bitcoin conference in August. 200 people went down there, all, you know, self-selecting, not taking it as seriously as, as our government say that we should be taking it. And we had no serious repercussions. Like, why isn't... Yeah, but you can't. You can, uh, Miami you can't, absolutely destroyed. Like Miami's literally right now just welcoming every single person in the United States that is like, I don't want to take this seriously, and they're booming. They're fucking doing great. Their economy is is doing better than it's ever fucking done before. You know, Pomp yeah, is like retweeting their fucking mayor. I know. He's like fucking. I, 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 I don't you, think I, you saw like, today. You saw today. You tweeted out. You were like. 
You're, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move all of fucking Dude, Bedford to Miami. Yeah, fine. But you guys both played off the engagement in the middle of a supposedly a bad, dangerous pandemic, where Miami is not doing anything. You know, and they're not closing any businesses, and they're doing fucking fantastic. Okay, firstly, that thing with the the, the mayor was a joke, and he fucking he reached out to me. <laughs> <laughs> dude that was a joke dude i think, I think if you're, i think he thought it was like uh bedford uh in uh, massachusetts okay like <laughs> i think i i, I have get to get everyone take, visas in bedford england yeah everyone in bedford i have to take the what will be everyone listen to this if it's your audience it will be the unpopular position of mine it might be like i see what pete's saying but i've got to take the unpopular position just because 200 people went to a thing in Dallas and not much happened doesn't mean COVID isn't serious. Okay, it just doesn't mean that because we know... Then why the isn't people... Miami, you know, overloaded? I don't know. I'd have to look at the numbers and situations. All I know is is the most open country in the world for dealing with COVID, the one that's, like, being the most open-minded is the US. And I'm, I've got it here on the numbers... And today, so far, 3,400 have died. Now, some people were challenged. And go, With well, everything not, that blah, we've blah, done, blah. we've destroyed our fucking economy and those people oh, are no, still but, but they're different. they're different points. They're different points. And I think you have to balance the two. I just think there are some people who don't want shutdowns and then will then make out like COVID isn't real. I think it's important to just have them both. Go, COVID is but fucking real. That's a straw real. man. That's a straw man to say COVID. Really. Is, to, that. Dude, look, I was I was screaming off the rooftops saying that people should take it more seriously, that they should be repaired, they should be get they should get ready, right? Yeah, but, but that's the, same the point I make it. At the same time, I thought it was inconceivable that Western citizens of Western countries would allow a Chinese style lockdown. Um, no, no, th- in their are, cities, like that is ridiculous. Like that, I'm supposed to just accept that, you know? No, like no, that, no, no, you're missing the point I'm making. I absolutely believe COVID is real. What I'm saying is there are people who are using the word plandemic like this was some big fucking plan. And I think that's irresponsible wording because they're basically saying every government in the world is agreeing on the strategy, despite the fact they all hate each other because they want to control the people. And listen, look, this is no the, the, the pandemic is no use to the British government. They're most likely going to get voted out because of this. It's a fucking disaster for them. It's a fucking disaster. No, but disaster them and their cronies are, are doing well. They're making money. So, maybe some. Maybe some. Money's being but made, Pete. Maybe Money's some. being made. Of course, because m- money always is, whether it's honest or dishonest. It was This pandemic cost Donald Trump the election. He was a shoo-in for a re-election. He has a pandemic. It's fucked. Uh, all I'm saying is, I don't believe there are governments around the world going, oh, this pandemic's useful for us. We can get more power. We can... It's a fucking nightmare for them, Okay. I don't think it's useful. Well, I mean, okay. I just don't think it is. I think most governments who were I mean, sat there Trump stable, positioned himself, however you feel about Trump, Trump positioned himself as like anti-pandemic. Of course he did, because he's right? Republican. So, so, so maybe, maybe but maybe if he leaned into it, he would have been elected. Maybe. Re-elected, maybe. Right? My point being is, I don't think it's a pandemic. I think that's a poor term to use. I don't think it's as bad as people made out. All I'm trying to say is with this situation is that when people make out like that, the, like there are people who are making out like this isn't real, like, oh, 99.8% like 99.7% of people survive. Yeah, well, it wasn't like that at the start. They've learned how to treat people. 
Also, there are people having long-going conditions. Now, I'm not disagreeing that a new strategy is required. I'm just saying let's not pretend it isn't something that exists. And if it is, we understand, let's, let's just try and come up with a scenario that works. But we have, it must be extreme left, therefore it's terrible. Everyone stay at home and nobody go out and destroy business. Or it must be extreme right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Let's not wear our fucking mask because this is the government control. I'm saying neither of those work. Those both extremes but are my point is, my point is it's not a coincidence that the working class is the ones taking the burden. Well, I, I just think I just think it's um, never a coincidence. It, it is. It is, it is really fucked up. What we've watched happen is really fucked up. And it, yeah, it's but don't basic, you think that happens it, in every, any it, scenario? It is. It is basically the the you know it, it it is it is it is the book. It's a playbook for how if if you wanted to like try and make your society more authoritarian from a government angle. Like okay, let me, let me ask you something. And, and that's, that's, we're watching it happen. We're watching it happen in real time. I have buddies in Australia that are like, I was hoping to visit the United States. I don't know if I'll be able to in my lifetime. Yeah, let, 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 let me ask you a different question, Matt. So you say the working class are getting fucked. I absolutely agree. It's happening here. But do you think the working class are getting fucked because the cronies are there going, fuck this, let's fuck... Or do you think it's yeah. just because... Of, no, but bear with me. Do you not think it's just the flaw, the structural flaws in the system, which is the reason we're Bitcoiners, in that they get to make the rules, they get to make the rules for their friends, and you know, rich people... No, I think they pushed it too far. You know, I think there's a balance. Like, you can be a crony fucking politician, but, like, you can't fucking... Like destroy people's livelihoods. Like yeah, you but have when, to just, when have they ever cared? You have, you have to take like a tasteful, a tasteful amount of their livelihood. You can't, you can't like fucking just absolutely destroy them. And they just took it to fucking eleven. They yeah, took it to I eleven. Don't disagree. But they do went you think fucking crazy. No, but do you think they're sat there thinking, ah, let's fuck the, or do you think they've just so disillusioned, they've got no idea what's going on in the real, real world, that they've just fucked up because they're idiots. They're just selfish and they're fuck. Because I don't think they're sat there going, ah, oh, let's let's use this pandemic. Let's really fuck the small guy. I think what they're doing is they're trying to protect their friends, protect their own. And because like, of the I don't know what's problems, happening by you. I don't know what's happening by you, but I know in America, like I watch small businesses get fucked like they've never gotten fucked before. It yeah, but you, you miss, you're missing was, my question. Was, no, no, but but you don't understand. Like they they came up with this PPP bullshit and and this the one the single stimulus check. That that a shit ton of people didn't even qualify for, but they also sent it to dead people. Like the, we, I watched it fucking happen. It was not good faith. Like it was. No, but you're missing my question. Not, they took it to another level. They, no, they Matt, like Matt. No, no, listen, Matt. I can easily, especially if I want to get the clout on this podcast, I can easily represent the same position. What I'm saying to you, like, <laughs> bear. No, 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 no. Bear with me. Like, just you brought it up. No, no, I did, and I wanted to hear your point, and, and it's good to hear. What I'm saying is, are you saying they're sat there, these people are going, let's fuck the small guy, or is it just a structural problem? No, yeah, I, I honestly think that these people are fucking laughing at us. No, I don't, I don't. I yeah, don't. they're I laughing they're cunts, at us, man. I think they're, they're selfish. Laughing at us. They're people, they're people too, they're people too, and they're sitting in their fucking room, and they're fucking laughing at us and making sure that their special interests all get fucking paid before we get anything. That's and then point. they have the nerve. They have the nerve to ask us to thank them. We should. No, we should thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. You I know, don't think so they're grateful. laughing. 
please, d- please get us get us the six hundred dollar check while you just destroy our whole fucking livelihood. Uh, listen, I half agree with you. I half agree. I don't think they think that. I don't think they're there laughing at you. I think they're making decisions that protect their own, and they don't. I think. I think. I don't think it's they're laughing. I think That's they're so disconnected. Ones. No, I just think they're so disconnected from that part of the world they don't realise the implication of what they're doing. I don't think they realise and go, ah, oh, fuck you, that's fuck. I just think they're so disconnected that they don't give a fuck. I, I think-, think our society has been fucking coddled. You know, I... Like the American mind. My, my, my grandmother's a fucking boss. And my grandfather unfortunately passed away. You know, is that you your know, fi- your grandmother? Who listens, she listens to my show, doesn't she? She does what? You know, didn't you tell me your grandmother listened to my podcast? You did. Yes, she listened to the uh, the Epstein podcast. Yeah, she said uh, it's better I, just than co- coincidentally, just randomly, she sent On it to Facebook. me. She was like, she was like, Matt, you need to listen to this, and I was like, oh, that's my boy. Um, but <laughs> she uh, found it on Facebook, right? I she doesn't you know she, she's not great with tech she's she's old I don't want to say her, I don't want to dox her age but she's she's doing very well for herself at her at her old age she doesn't know where she found your podcast no you you told me it's Facebook but listen during this show we just got well, a I think new it's Bitcoin Facebook. we had a new Bitcoin all time high what are we at now we're at twenty nine one one two we did this that's good this show did this so um. What was I saying? Okay, her. So she has a boyfriend now. She's dating. Hold she's, on. How old is she? I didn't want to dox her age. She's you know she's over ninety. Uh, she's dating. Hold on. She got okay. a boyfriend at over ninety. She's got a boyfriend who's ninety five years old, who 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 flew for the Free French uh, Air Force out of Africa. At he lied and pretended his age was eighteen. He was sixteen. Okay, and he was flying with nineteen other young men who were all also lying about their age, basically in shitty ass planes, like against the Nazis. Right. Yeah. And restaurants were open. You know, why, what, what the fuck is going on? Like what, how did we end up in this situation where people think like risk doesn't exist? Like the majority of people he met at that age died. They like, they fucking died. Like he was flying a fucking thing, you know, in the forties that we were just learning about planes and shit. You know, like, it was experimental fucking shit in war, in 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 an ultimate yeah, fucking yeah. thing, and he fucking did it, you know? And and it fucking happened, and, and there's risk. There will always be risk. I know, I know. Listen, I can and, easily and agree with you. we've been coddled to this point where it's like, you know, we, we're, we're trying to re, 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 remove all risk whatsoever at the sake of personal liberty, and I we can't do that. You can't do that. If you no, do no, that, no, it just no. you take it to the full extreme, and we're fucked. We're just destroyed as a as a as a civilization. We need we need personal responsibility. We we need individual action. You know, we that this this is what I believe in. This is what I've mm-hmm. devoted my life to. I get it. I get it. Listen, agreeing with you is really easy. I can really easily go. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. This fucking bullshit. But you know, at least oh. the corn's pumping. It is. We well, twenty nine <laughs> one. Like if we hit thirty k in this, we did it. Look, but it doesn't uh, matter because I'm gonna stack sats tomorrow. I'm gonna stack sats the day after that. I stack sats yesterday. No, it matters because it doesn't I'm fucking like, matter. 
No, I've got a I've got a Lambo target price. If it hits that price, I'm getting a Lambo. I fucking I, I'm gonna make fun uh, of you if you st- buy st- it. Stay Lambo, stack sets. I might rent a Porsche, but I will not buy a Lambo. Uh, listen, like I, it's really easy to agree with you. I could literally just if fucking agree with you. Take the easy route. I always think it's better to challenge it. You brought this to up. I know, oh, and for this exact fucking reason, because it's easy to agree and then just go, yeah, yeah, that's some fucking bullshit. I think it's more important to challenge it and understand why. I like uh, the most important book I've read this year is The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. I'm trying to understand why Republicans and Democrats can't agree and they hate each other. And really, two really important things that came out of that book is is most people take a position and then they post-rationalize. And they take the position usually which favors their political ideology and they post-rationalize and therefore they're not really wanting to debate, they're wanting to be right. And the second thing that's really important in that book that came out is that biologically, uh, like liberals and conservatives are quite different and they have these different moral foundations. So for example, liberals have a moral foundation of care-harm. So when they hear about coronavirus, their first thought is, how do we stop people getting ill and dying? Because their moral foundations care harm. Whereas conservatives, moral first moral foundation is tradition, and therefore they care about business, so if business is being closed down. So what happens is, coronavirus happens, the liberals are like, let's protect the people, and the conservatives are like, let's protect the business. They're arguing across purposes because they have different moral foundations. Most people will just sit there, Matt. They'll just have the fucking argument and they won't figure it out. I'm literally trying to understand why it happens. So, because I think it's an important thing. To- you know, the important just- thing is, like, you should go fuck yourself. Like, let's be yeah. honest here. Hold on, uh, hold on. What? what? I should go <laughs> fuck myself and try to understand why people don't agree. No, no, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm just being uh, extreme. I, I think. I know. You know, I yeah, but don't no, no, but don't you think that's interesting? Don't you think it's like no, interesting I, look, to understand why people don't even agree on the basic facts? I mean, I think I think the American political system is broken, and that's this is one of the reasons why I don't talk about it because it doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. We, I, my my audience agrees with me on on most of the things I talk about, um, and I I I think, and I. I'm pretty sure I have people who listen to me on both sides of the aisle in in large amounts. Like I think it's pretty split. And 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 at the end of the day, I think my overarching belief is anti-establishment and I think yeah. the establishment is destroying the working class of my country. I think they're destroying the working class of the world because of our privileged position in America. And I think that transcends your political affiliations, even if I no, no, disagree forget my, with one no, 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 side no, no. Hold more on, hold on, hold on. than an, another side. Um, forget my affiliation. I'm trying to understand why affiliations exist and why people can't even fucking agree. See, you know, the problem people, is, is that by the way, 24, 29, 242. Um, people in the Bitcoin world Wait, sometimes 29, think... Two, oh, we're gonna, we might break 30K here. Let's go. If we do, we did it. I'm ready. It's us. If no, we do, okay. we're finishing this bottle. How much you got left? I got this. I mean, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to fucking gonna, finish, finish a full... I don't, I don't want to say how much I think this bottle is, but I think it's a pretty expensive bottle. I'm not going to... How much do you think it was? I won't tell you. 
I'm not, I mean, well, you can't price in sats, so if I say no. how much I think it is in sats, give me you in dollars. Know. Give me in dollars. I think it's probably about a million sats. What's that in dollars? <laughs> What's it's, that in dollars? It's, it's two hundred ninety dollars, Pete. What what the fuck are you are like? What industry are you in? You can't fucking price things in sats. It's not it's not my unit price. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not like around off. there, a million sats. That's because I love you, man. I'm not gonna eat a cheap bottle. Uh, twenty nine two two eight three. Uh, I definitely owe you that. So. Yeah, I think people in the Bitcoin world sometimes think when I'm trying to figure shit out, they think, oh, you're a fucking lefty, blah, blah. I'm like trying to figure out why people don't agree, why they're confused on shit. It's almost like this, like people who are anti-establishment. I'm not pro-establishment. I'm pro-trying to... Kind of... No, no, no. I'm pro-trying to... Sometimes you kind of act that way. Yeah, I think it sounds like that, but I'm I'm (laughs) pro-trying to understand why establishment exists and therefore when it does exist how do we get to the point where we make certain decisions i think it's important that we're willing to die before getting trampled on i think that is a line that you have to make you just have to make that line because otherwise you're just constantly living in fear and you're just willing to get trampled on like your rights are just going to get destroyed and i think that's like kind of the american way i think yeah well which is very different from the british way but it's very easy in Bitcoin world to take anti-establishment positions and just go, fuck the government, fuck the state. This is what I've been trying to be responsible about it. No, 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 bear with me, bear with me. It's very easy to do that. I could do that and like get a whole bunch of people go, yeah, he's fucking fuck the... Like, it's really easy to do that. You go and listen to the sovereign individual and it literally talks you through how we went from basically apes to having farms to feudal to the state... And now we're in this position where we're like transitioning between state information age. I personally care about like why we're here, why people support the state, why they don't, how we make that transition. So some people have made the leap beforehand. They've gone, fuck the state. I'm here. I'm way ahead. Fuck the state. Fuck, fuck them. And they're fucking close. Like, and I'm right. No, no. I've got a whole bunch of friends here who love the state. They think the state's great. They understand why we have lockdowns. And I want to understand both. And I think it's a very like complicated position to take in this Bitcoin world, but I'm willing to take it because I think there's a bunch of different people. It's it's not an easy position to take. I get called him a cuck and a fucking status and a dick sucker and a bootlicker, but I do it because I want to understand it. I've got a Breedlove interview coming up where we're going to be talking about this, and I do it because I want to understand why. Because I think understanding and, and also it's why, good for engagement. No, it's the worst. It's the fucking worst for engagement because I get fucking called. Why do you a, do it then, fake? Bro? Because it's 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 my honest position wanting Bullshit. to. No, I want to know why, rather than have an opinion. It's not bullshit. What like what what advantage do I get out of being called a cuck and a fucking status? fucking cocksucker? In I Bitcoin think like world? the ex- the the extreme shit on Twitter. The lack of nuance on Twitter is good for engagement. No, but I definitely go with in nuance. general. Well, on no, either side. I, well, I would disagree that I'm not. I would if you say I'm not nuanced, I disagree. I'm literally trying to figure this shit out. I like like the U.S. election. I did a whole series trying to sit in between Republicans and Democrats, yeah, trying to figure out why they hate each other. Bro. No, it's terrible. If I'd have gone, <laughs> no, no, this is where you, no, this is where you're entirely wrong. If I'd have gone entirely. That's originally true. If you picked was, a side. If you picked yeah. a side, it would have been best for engagement. Yeah, yeah you were a yeah. little bit masochist about it. Yeah, I went for the middle ground. Middle right. ground Both sides is not... assumed you were on the other side. 
Exactly. It's not right. Good for right. Engagement. If I if if you look at probably probably if you asked a Biden supporter, you were too Trumpy. And, I tell you what, and the Trump guys the, are like, you're a super anti-Trump. I, I'll, I'll give if you, you ask a, if you ask a Biden supporter, they'll say, look, you're wrong, but I appreciate you trying to be middle ground. If you ask a Trump supporter, they're like, you're a fucking lefty communist. <laughs> I mean, you want to know who I voted for? I don't think you voted. I mean, I, you, I mean, I don't think that should be public information who I voted for. I don't think I don't think you voted. If you did, I would hope it would be Joe Jordison. Uh, Twenty nine three oh eight. Yeah, I voted for Joe. No, 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 I didn't, but I would have. Twenty nine three or five. I didn't vote I didn't in the vote last. For, I didn't vote. I didn't vote. I didn't vote in the last U.S. election. Shame, shame. I voted no. with my wallet. I voted with Bitcoin. Um, Do you know? What? I'm really interested. But in I did large... vote Libertarian last. Last. Uh, I voted for twenty nine three one five. Horrible candidate was last time. Twenty nine three hundred. Uh, I really think the Balaji. I'm going to send you this Balaji presentation. It's really interesting at the moment. It's like. You can vote with the ballot or vote with your feet. And actually, the vote with your feet is far more effective. The stacking stats, man, is it. No. It's it. And it's not just that. It's let's go dark across the board. You know, delete social media. Uh, You know, stack stats. Encrypt everything. Encrypt everything. Most people can't do that. And and, and that's how we stand up. That's how we stand up. We, We stand up with action. With me, real action, that that's me, what matters. All this shit you argue with people on Twitter, you get angry at each other, you you both block each other, like that's just all noise. It's a waste of time. Life is short. You know how how am I in a situation where I'm you know whether I deserve it or not, one of the largest accounts on Bitcoin Twitter, my block list is empty. I don't have a single fucking person blocked. How did that happen? How did I fucking pull that off? Because because, you, you because I'm the, not focused on the bullshit. Like why why are you guys all dealing with all this bullshit all the time? Because Focus you on take things the, that are productive. I could tell you why. I could tell you why you don't have a block list. Because you've taken a niche, and in your niche, everyone's with you in your niche. No, people hate me. I have I have I have a lot of haters. They love they love to hate Who? me because I don't block them. Uh, well, I block them because they're fucking annoying. I don't give a shit. I'm a nice person to hate because they can. They they can't hate the people that are blocking them. I I, I like people to be blocked and look at that and go, why do they okay, get blocked? Pete. It's because you call me a dick and go Pete. fuck yourself. Yep. The one thing is is the the undeniable truth is that I consider you a close friend. I consider very, you a close friend. Close. I'm honored to be here. I, I I would never consider otherwise. Like I consider this our annual tradition. I look forward to yeah. seeing you again. Um, I think that's that's the most important thing that a lot of people miss. What's what's um, the layup? What's the layup? Well, what's where am I going with this? Yeah, where I'm going with this is let's layup? stop talking about this fucking. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. It'll trigger you. Um, no, you're gonna lay stop... through the layup. Come on, George. I was gonna say let's stop talking about this pandemic. And let's fucking talk we about. Stopped about an we stopped about an hour ago. We stopped about. We stopped about the pandemic ages ago. But 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 I actually I I I usually do not use that term. I I I think it wasn't planned. I think it was just taken advantage of. But yeah, but let's talk about Bitcoin. Can we talk about uh, something that matters? You know. Um, okay. Besides, well, like part- rationalizing what our authoritarians, our local authoritarians, are doing to us. Have you um? <laughs> have you read? 
the fourth turning or the sovereign individual. I, I don't know. I've if read it's the just sovereign in your... individual. So I'm about it's a classic. It's it's the Bible. So I'm halfway through. I'm halfway through. I love the first three chapters. The middle section's a bit fucking boring. The whole feudal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm skipping past that. Um, it's uh, it's it's a bit mind blowing, right? I mean, it's it's what's happening, right? Yeah, exactly. What's they happening. were on point. Yeah, I, the most interesting part of of it for me is those who get it are seeing what's happening, and if it does play out that way, because it we don't know, but like people it's who believe out that in way. it, yeah. But like, does it does it play out the full way? We don't know. It's been playing out, man. It's been playing out. It's like the textbook. It's basically the textbook. It's like fucking future just told. Of course. But like, you can just go, it is going to play out that way. Okay, I 100% believe it. Blah, blah. <laughs> it, might, it, it might not. But, but the point being, if it does play out, I, again, I care about like outcomes, what happens. If it does play out that way, a lot of people are going to be very, very surprised. And look, I've got fucking notes. So this is, this is the funny bit. Because I'm doing an interview with Breedlove on Sunday about it. Uh, I wrote a bit down today about the sovereign individual. Yeah, and this is the bit where I got a little bit concerned. I think other will people do, and then other people just don't give a fuck. So I think some people transition where they see transitions from historically from uh, like an agricultural society to an industrial and industrial to information. I'm in my head go. Well, if we transition to this, all money's fails. Like this is going to be bloody and violent. We're like we're not bloody and violent now. Like, you know, I don't want this to happen. And then the, I read this thing today, and it was like the breakdown in the old order see growth sees growth in crime. Uh so there's that like reality of this fourth turning is real, like sovereign individual, this transition from industrial age to information age. Which we think has happened. We think because we got Facebook and Amazon, it's happened. No, it's not happened. Clearly, the transition in information age is not corporate information. It's the individual. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be a bit fucked. And I don't think very many people are ready for this. So this is exactly why you should not take what your government says at face value. No, I know that. Like this is why this is why it's super important that people start taking individual action and start taking personal responsibility. Like we need we need I need my action is as as a sovereign individual, as someone trying to exercise their sovereign right as an individual in America is reduced. My effect is reduced, my power is reduced. If I don't have other people joining me, okay, and I need I we, I need people to join me. Bitcoin gives an incentive for people to join me, but I need people to join me, and this is this is one of the reasons why I'm so fucking vocal. And and it 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 is not a movement if it's one person. It's not a movement if it's ten people. You need thousands. You need millions. And 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 I think. And I said this, I'm pretty sure I said this last year, is that people will slowly wake up as things happen to them. And I, I think this year was like a massive wake-up call to people. I think people woke up. I think people started to realize, they're like, 
Maybe I should start making my own conclusions. Maybe I should stop, you know, just listening to everything that's told to me and just objectively believing it, you know, like that, like that, that shouldn't be the case. Like you should do your own research, right? Like you should consider all the different scenarios there. And without that, we're fucked. But I, I'm bullish. I like, I can't help but be optimistic. Oh, no, no, but look, listen, listen, you're in and you got the tools. For somebody who's new, who's like, okay, everything's a bit fucked. They care. People care. No, no, I think... They want the tools. They want to know. I know, but That's the important part. They don't have to be good at it. The important part is that they want it. Yeah, but that leap from, uh, everything's a bit fucked to, okay, I need my own sovereign money. It needs to be cryptographically protected. I need to run my own node. I need to have like distributed keys and I need to be able to run tall and I need like it's a lot. It's a fucking lot. And that's a massive leap. And one step at a time. Huh? One step at a time. No, 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 no. I'm I'm with you. I don't disagree with you. All I'm saying is it's a lot. Like I've I've got friends and I, I even getting them to even think about Bitcoin is a massive fucking leap. I can't even get anywhere near the Matt O'Dell shit. It's a massive leap. <laughs> and I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. All I'm saying is like me as an individual, as a content creator, I don't care about how it happens. What I care about what happens when it happens. Like I care about the transition. So where you're all like from the position of, right, this is what you need, this is what you do, I'm going to help people. I'm more like an observationist going, like, I just want to, I'm intrigued by, I'm fascinated by how this happens. Like, history's being written, how does this work out? So, whereas you in the Industrial Revolution, if Matt O'Dell was in the Industrial Revolution, would have been the guy going, well, you need to get a factory, and if you had a factory, you can employ people, and when you employ people, you can build, like... And I would have been the guy with the printing press going, I'm going to observe this. I'm going to tell people about the transition. We have, Pete, Pete, we have printing presses on steroids right now, okay? Yeah, I know. We have, network effect is our main fucking weapon. The main thing we have. In America, and even in over by you, you know, an authoritarian UK over there. Um, we have like, we have pretty good speech rules. We we can We can talk to a lots of people. Um, and so, so if you look at the bear market right now, I've probably directly impacted conservatively 7,000 people, 8,000 people, let's say. Um, those 8,000 people have affected five people each, right? They've hit 40,000 people. Those 40,000 people can hit five people each. Those 200,000 people can hit five people each. And we can slowly start turning this fucking thing around, right? Like, like, like that, that's, that's what, what happens. That, that's how individual action happens. That's how self-sovereignty happens. Like, you have to... It's a grassroots movement. And we're making real fucking progress. Like, people are starting to wake the fuck up. Mm. And I, that, that's, that's major. That, that's a big fucking deal. So how do I help? How do... You're doing it too. I mean, you pretend no, no, you're not, I, but you are. I'm, I'm trying to get people to get Lambos. No, you're not. No, I am. You're not. You're the mainstream entrance. You know, yeah, you're the more get, ethical I'm, pump. I'm tr- 
I'm trying. Yeah. Well, I don't have shit coins. I'm trying to get people. I genuinely, I want people to get Lambos. You want them to get nodes. I want them to get Lambos. Pete, you know, everyone gives you shit. A lot of people give you shit. They say to say to me, Matt, you know, why why do you why do you do this show? Why, you, why do you do why it? Are you why why are you friends with him? He's a why dick. am I friends with him? I I don't think you're a bad. I think you're a very good actor. Like I I think you mean very well. I don't. I you just know? want Lambo. I think I think you're wrong about a lot of things, and I think you know. What am I wrong about? You can learn. Um, we've we've been talking about this this whole podcast. What am I wrong um, about? We've been talking about this this whole podcast. Yeah, tell me, tell but, me what I'm wrong about. Well, I mean, I'm. We just went through a bunch. No, but of tell shit me, no, no, specifically. About, no, no, tell me what I'm wrong about, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. I was giving you a compliment. Fuck you, man. Oh, no, 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 no. But if you're gonna say I'm wrong about a lot I of shit, I retract my compliment. Yeah, fuck your compliment. You I think you're just. I, I think everyone who listens to you is wasting their time. They should listen give... to you. They should just listen to Tales from the Crypt, and they would. Their time would be way better spent. Yep. When me and my, when me and uh, when me and Pump are driving down Fifth Avenue, we'll see. We're like, <laughs> there's only two seats in this Lambo. Like, come on, tell me where you're, am I wrong? I mean, look, I your your takes are wrong on COVID. We already talked about that. Well, what which takes are wrong? Okay. Your Bitcoin only happened because you were wrong well, about shitcoins, right? Yeah, I was, and that was that was down to Shinobi. You were wrong about shitcoins. No, no, okay. Shinobi was right. I, I admit that. Are you going to give Shinobi all the credit? Do I not get any credit for that? Well, the reason I'm going to give Shinobi with credit is that You're he is gonna, the one. That's a new thing. No, well, no way, back. Like I noticed like, that in the episode that you did with him. It's that you well gave him full credit for it. I thought I, well, you know, like, I was I was pretty vocal to you. A lot, of, a lot of people were vocal, both but privately if, and publicly, about going Bitcoin only. Are you? Uh, no, no. So what actually happened? But it's fine. Actually, it doesn't no, matter. No, no. I don't care how let, you got let, there. No, no, no. I don't actually, care how me, you got there. No, let, no. Let me tell the story because actually, you reminded me of something. You're half right. So what actually happened was, is I was going to Hong Kong. I got a. I had to get a flight from Boston to New York to get the flight to Hong Kong, and then I had an interview coming up with Peter Ryzen and fucking Shinobi, and I didn't know who he was. Like if you're in Bitcoin, you obviously know. I didn't know some who it was. random it was like, ass monkey. Yeah, comes so at like me. some fucking fuck you, fuck this. And I was like, give me a break. I fly to Hong Kong, and uh, there's no Wi-Fi on the plane. And after a 15 hour flight, I'm literally my phone's melting from the alerts. Fuck you, fuck this Twitter. Well, we talked about this last year. Yeah, yeah. And then no, the what actually happens? I turn around to you, and I was like, I'm thinking of going Bitcoin only, and you're like, do it. So actually, that's the fair. That's the fair story that happened like, he started it doesn't matter it. i don't care that no, you're wrong you do about care. a lot of things that's why Pete. that's you why you raised it <laughs> i can also say you're wrong a lot about a lot of things i'm wrong I about just, a shit ton of things but i admit it what like what i've been wrong plenty of times like what I, people shouldn't people shouldn't just blindly trust me they should verify they should what, actually go through like, i don't know Pete. You, what have i been wrong about uh, I think you're uh wrong about uh I don't know I'd have to think about it I'd have to think about it. it's it's yeah, a tough know. one but I think I think there is a I think there are positions that are very the important easy. thing is that I admit that I could be wrong well I admit that I could be wrong I actually changed that's my good. position that's good and that's powerful I think most people should do that I think there I, are I, I want that... most I want most people in public situations to admit that they could be wrong that they're not infallible that they're not like th- experts listen, this idea listen, listen. this idea like oh I'm a bitcoin expert like fuck you I'm not a bitcoin expert 
You're definitely not a fucking Bitcoin expert. Who the fuck do you think you are? Why are you giving you know, me a, like, why why do you give me advice if you're not a Bitcoin expert? Like fuck your advice. <laughs> I'm an advocate. Like I love Bitcoin. I want Bitcoin to succeed. I use Bitcoin. Um I I talk about Bitcoin. I want listen, to spend look, the rest listen. of my life fucking furthering this fucking mission, but I'm well, no waffle. expert. I don't fucking know. Yeah, you do. No one's an listen, expert. There's no listen. experts where we're at. Matt, we're but especially not me. I'm not I'm definitely not me. Matt, Matt, listen, we're waffling. The the, the point is is that we're waffling. your posi- your position is a good and important position, but is an easy one to take with a bunch of bitcoiners that I could easily take and get the pat on the back and I don't So fucking do it, bro. Bullshit. No. No, I you don't can, take you can't, it. You can't, you can't like take the high road. Like, oh, no, it's I'm not taking, the high road. Oh, it's not the high oh, road. Matt's it's not taking the high road. easy path. Matt's taking, I, I don't think I'm taking the easy path. That's yeah, ridiculous. You're taking you're the just cool fucking path. attacking me. You're taking the, no, this is bullshit. Cool, this is bullshit. This is bullshit, bro. Hang up, hang up. Fuck off. <laughs> I've made you a better Bitcoin podcaster. I've made you a better human. <laughs> <laughs> Stay humble, Pete. <laughs> I don't. I, you can't be humble with a Lambo. No, stay humble. No, the point. No, 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 the, the the general point I'm trying to make is that there are a lot of people who want to come into Bitcoin, and I try and br- I try and bridge them to what you and Marty do. Okay, so the 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 honest truth is, you and Marty do a better job than I do. The things you're saying are more important. You're more right. But the bridge. Bear with me. Bear with me. Going from no coiner. What's this Bitcoin? to marty matt it's a massive leap it's like it's like taking up 100 meters and then immediately being olympic credible it's fucking bullshit you're not gonna do it i take the bridge i'm like just come in here number goes up a bit you should care a little bit about this shit and then i pass them on i could not promote what marty does and what you do anymore i retweet every show i typically would sign up to the email but like in doing that i'm also doing what i do I meme it. I do what El Presidente does. I do what Pomp does without the shit coins. I keep it easy and I, I, I get people in, but I pass them on. But there's no way that you think people are going to, if you think that people come in, like, I've heard about this Bitcoin thing. Oh, it's amazing. I should set up a node and use a tour and <laughs> use my X pubs. Fucking, it's never going to happen. You're all fucking full of shit. It doesn't happen. But what they can do is come and go, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. What's an X pub? I, I literally, I still don't know. And I don't care. Fuck you. You know exactly what next pub is. I, I literally I, don't know, and you. I don't care. I care about number okay. go up, Pete. But my point being, you no, do. No, bear you with do me. know what an next pub is. No, I don't. But, but let's pretend Pete doesn't know what an next pub is. No, I the don't. Next pub is Just your view key. It's your view key. You can see all transactions that are made. You can see all balances that are made. You can make construct transactions, but you can't spend. It's just strictly your view key. That's what your next pub is. And then you have your private key, which is your spend key, which allows you to spend those funds, um, which you've previously viewed with your view key. So I the idea you. is, no is idea that you doing. have your XPUB, your view key on a computer that maybe isn't secure, but is connected to the internet and shows your balance. It helps you construction transactions. And then you create the transaction and then you bring it to the device that is holding your spending key, your private key, and that's where you sign the transaction and then you send the transaction. Pete, this yeah. is a very easy concept. No, it's not. It's not. This overall, is, this is, this to is where understand. 
And you definitely understand you. it. We no. know you understand it. I don't. I and don't. I'm glad don't. that the listeners will hopefully finally understand no. it I li- I based on my nice, you. easy explanation. No, I, your explanation is great. I, I will fight you over this. I will literally fight you to the death over this. Your explanation is brilliant to you somebody who gets it right I, i'm gonna i'm just gonna explain you what actually happens into like a brain like mine who just fucking isn't technical i just don't get this shit somebody like you says all that stuff and i'm like at the end of it, i'm like i don't know what he was on about i just don't know what he's on about uh-huh. he said a bunch of stuff all i know in my bitcoin is i want to buy some i want to put it somewhere and then when it's there i want to be able to sell it or move it that's all i want that's literally all I want with my Bitcoin. And you're like, oh, you got an XPub. Well, with your ex- well, where's my XPub? How do I access my XPub? What, like when I pledge my ledger in, where do I get my XPub from? What is an XPub? What, like you talk about it like but, it's so natural. You don't have to no, know. You're wrong. Like the user won't have to know what an XPub is. Then how does he use it? They will have their app on their computer and they will have their device that signs. Signs what? The transaction, yeah, but like, what I've I'm already signing transactions, but I've they had don't have I've to got know three wallets that is called an XPUB, is my point. Like, yeah, but what, but then if they don't know what it's called, what is it to them? Like, none of this matters for my audience. My audience, I yeah, got exactly. them on board, they yeah, figured exactly. out what XPUB that, was. exactly. And I will push my so as much if as I you can are to listening yours. to what Bitcoin did. If you're listening to what Bitcoin did right now and you're like, I don't know what next pub is, I should know what next pub is because you should. Let's be honest. Tales from the Crypt, you can search in your favorite podcast app and uh, and then it's you'll learn, under what you'll learn what next pub is. This, this <laughs> is where I, I will literally fight you and every technical person. You're yeah, well, you're you're all out. Of you're your full deck. of shit because you 100 percent know what an X pub is. You know enough. I do enough. not know what an you X pub is. You know enough what okay. an X pub is. You're full of fucking shit. You're just fucking. This is nah. engagement hack. No nope. engagement hack, Pete. And I love nope. you, Pete. But this is bullshit. And you know Matt, it's bullshit. Matt, I swear, literally, I swear on my children's lives. I still I don't, don't do this. Know. No, because it's the truth. It. No, no, because it's the fucking truth. I do still do not know what the fuck an XPUB is. It got explained to me, and I'm like, this is the problem. This is okay. So it's your previous view key, bro. No, so previous career, previous career, I was a UX designer. And the reason I was good as a UX designer is I could break it down to people who want the absolute. There's a reason it was a previous career. No, no, it's a fucking successful (laughs) career. It's because I'm very good at going, I look, Mike. I've I've based my career <laughs> out of going, I don't understand this. Make me understand it. UX designer, make me understand it. Now my podcast is I don't understand, make you understand it. I am not making up with you, making up with you, I don't know where the XPUB is. I still don't fucking know where the XPUB is. You should see my DMs and see my emails after XPUB Pete, gate. There's only and, no, no, one Matt, person's Matt, Matt, fault. There's only no. one person's fault there. That's you. Like no, you should not. know what an XPUB is, bro. No, it's not. No, it's not. You shouldn't know There's... what a fucking XPUB is. Last last year I fucking was lecturing you on full nodes. This year I'm lecturing you on XPUBs. XPUBs yeah. is a step below full nodes. Why was I like we're a year wrong? We should switch it up. No, this is where you're in the wrong. And I will stand up to you when you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. <sighs> And this is your this is your flaw, Stefan's flaw, Marty's flaw. No, it's Stefan's flaw. It's definitely Stefan's flaw, but it's not my flaw. It's yours, it's Marty's, it's (laughs) Stefan's flaw. Your flaw Stefan. Fix your flaw, flaw, Stefan. It's all of your flaw (laughs) is that you think people 
understand, care, have the time to figure the shit out. They just fucking don't. Oh, Pete, don't get me wrong. I could you, go and figure out. You should know. Fuck you, Why? man. Why? Fuck Why? you. Why? Why, Why but, should I know? But, You're drunk okay. now. I will 100% agree that people, you know, quote unquote people that come into the space, maybe they don't know what an X-Pub is. 100%. You should fucking know, man. You know. Why? I know you know. I know you're fucking, you're just fucking with us. No, I'm this not. This is an I swear engagement to, okay. tactic. Two points. This is an engagement two tactic. I disagree no, no. with what you're doing right now. I and can prove I'm, it. I'm, I, I'm the person in the Bitcoin space that will 100% call you out on this shit because that's okay. bullshit and you know that. Okay. okay. Is there any way of checking with all my wallets and like auditing them to see if I've used an XPUB? Because if there is, you can and you will see, oh shit, Pete's never used it. I promise you that. Pete, you've second, used XPUBs. Well, not without you knowing. I have used XPUBs. No, not you without second knowing. don't realize it. Okay. It's yeah, yeah. I don't realize key. it. I don't no, realize you do it. realize it, but no, you I don't. don't realize it at the time. No, I you fucking don't. You know you are using it. It's okay, your view let, key. If you see a balance, if you see a transaction, you've used an XPUB. Okay, like you're, so, you're there. So, so I've seen a balance, and I don't know I've used an XPUB. Cool. Why? How, when you use a ledger, does it show your balance on your computer, but your balance isn't at risk? I don't know. The answer is me. XPUB. Yeah, but That's I don't know. Answer. But I'm I telling you right now, know. Pete, stop pretending. No, Come I'm not on. pretending. When Come I log on. into Come my on. bank account, okay, let me put it a different way. When I log into my bank account, if you wanted to know what an XPUB was and you didn't know what an XPUB was, you could reach out to me. I could explain it to you. No, but I you know, know this. You know what an XPUB is. No, you I understand don't. how it f- fills into the flow. I and fucking you're just doing don't. this for engagement. No, bro. I'm not. I'm literally not. I swear on my fucking children's lives. Don't I do would that. Not make sure. Please, no, because that. it's the truth. It's the fucking truth. <laughs> I seriously have no idea. I, that time when I saw some, and I thought, somebody went, it's an XPUB. And this is where I can prove you're in the wrong and I'm in the right. And this is why I have DMs and emails like literally bursting. People going, I don't know what this shit is. You, you say it because you understand it thinking everyone knows it. They don't fucking know it. They just don't fucking know. It. People buy Bitcoin on Coinbase. They might get a hardware wallet and transfer it. Very, very few go and learn what an XPUB is or a ZPUB is or what a fucking... They just don't understand. They don't care. They don't care. When they try, they don't understand it. And you just think I'm making this shit up. No, I consistently... I said to you earlier, I don't listen to other Bitcoin podcasts because I don't want to get sucked down into that rabbit hole and God that echo chamber. you figure out what a fucking XPUB is. Yeah, no, no. I don't do it because I don't want to be in the echo chamber that doesn't understand what the majority of the world is thinking. I don't want to do The majority of the world is fucking wrong, Pete. Sorry. No, no. I absolutely stand by. I, like, okay, let me ask you this without sounding like a dick. Dick. Why do you... Th- okay. <laughs> okay. My show does okay. Why do you think my show... Why do you think my show does okay? Why do you think okay, my show does okay? Continue, continue, continue. No, no, this, this, this is like a question. I, I, Everyone will be like, you're a fucking dick. Why your do you show does well because you actually know what an X-Pub is and you pretend you don't know what an X-Pub is. I literally have no fucking idea <laughs> what an X-Pub is. You. I literally no idea. I just don't for, fucking Just know. so it's clear for the freaks who are listening, fuck you, Pete. Just so it's clear for the freaks who are listening who've pretended they know what an XPUB is, you can come <laughs> listen to what Bitcoin did and we just have a bit of fun. 
I genuinely don't know where to explain this. I genuinely I just explained I swear. it what it was to you, Pete. No, you explained it. This is the point being. Okay. Okay. Let me put it a different way. Uh all the other podcasts. My explanation out- was a clear explanation, was it not? What what are you confused by? Let me put it a different way to you. I go out there and I look at all the other Bitcoin podcasts. And I look, I think your branding shit, your marketing shit, your website shit. How is it so shit? It's fucking, this is easy. Look at mine. This is fucking easy. Just get your color sorted, get your uh, spacing sorted. Think about, and they, they're still shit. And I can go out tomorrow and I can take any podcast out there. I can make it fucking 20 times better because of marketing. Because I get that. It just makes sense to me. I know how to do that. I can't do this technical stuff. And you expect me to get this technical stuff. And I'm saying to you, Matt, Matt, um, Matt why, is, why is fucking Citadel Dispatch? Why is, the, why is the marketing so shit? Why don't you get it? The marketing is what? fantastic, Citadel no, Dispatch. You want to give me no, shit? It's, it's shit. It's shit. Why don't you get yeah, it? You can't, honestly, Pete, you can't give honestly, me shit. Honestly, it's, it's embarrassing. We, we, both know, we both know that you can give other podcasters in the space shit, but you can't my give point, me shit. I'm a very point, good marketer. You're missing my point. My point is... And, and to get, a fault, to, to a point where I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Matt, you're just too good. Stay humble. <laughs> Like you just can't, you can't do this shit. My point being is, this is this I'm, is like borderline unethical. Like because you know like, you you hit good marketing and that's just Matt. Listen, kind my of point broken. being is, my my point is, I understand creative, I understand marketing, I get it. It's easy for me. The tech, I don't. You're, You're annoyed at me. From, you know what an expub is. I fucking do not. I literally don't. I literally have no idea. What don't, don't What know. don't you understand? I just explained it to you. I don't know what it is. What is it? Why do I need? It's like, the fucking view key, bro. It's how no. you decide if if what your balance is and what the transactions are. I explained okay. this to you. Okay, so let me explain to you. When I plug my hardware wallet in my no. ledger and it and it shows me my balance, That's why your do I need XBub? To... Yeah, no, no, but like it shows me a balance. Why do I know what? An... No, so for example, That's your XBub. I... How does it show you your balance without? Re- when I log re- into my bank account, risk. when I log into increasing my... your risk. When I log into my bank account with my bank and they show me a balance, I don't know what the variable is that they call that balance. Well, there's no there's no public private key on that. Yeah, but I don't know that. So why do I care? They have a name Pete. for it. No, no, no. Because this it's is important. A... That's the whole point. That's, no, that's you why say we're this here. is. Yeah, but this is where you. Do, this is where people like you and other techies do not understand the real fucking no, world. No, this is ridiculous. Like, I mean, if you want to learn, I can teach you, bro. I'm no, it's good not about that. Shit. When I log into my bank I've account, I've taught a lot of fucking people. Matt, I've, when I log I've into my bank you. account, you've okay. learned so much. You've learned so much. Answer from me. my question. Answer my question. Have when you not into... learned a shit ton from me, Pete? You've learned good whiskey from me. Listen, when I log into my bank <laughs> I've account, I've learned a good whiskey from you. When I log it into my whiskey. just ask, just answer my question. When I log I into my to the next one after Tapper I... doesn't get activated. Well, I'd be right. When I log into my bank account and it shows me my. Balance in my bank account and my transactions, what do they call that variable? How do you not fucking know this? You know this. How do you not know this? How do you not know this? You don't know this? Debit. This is the point. What are you looking for? What are you looking for, Pete? I'm telling you, when I log into my bank account or log into my ledger... You're looking for your debit? I don't know. What did they call it in Britain land? When I log into my ledger or my bank account, I'm looking for a balance and it shows me a balance. 
I don't know what my XPUB is. I don't know what my bank account fucking variable your is. Your XPUB is your care. view key. It allows okay. you to, in a trust-minimized way, look at the balance of your fucking Bitcoin. Yeah, you're talking the language of 3% of Bitcoiners. I'm explaining it in a very simple way for to people three, who... Your for listeners, 3%. For 3%. I respect the shit out of your listeners. Yeah. To Pete's listeners, Pete treats you like you're a fucking dumb bitch. I don't think you're a dumb bitch. I no, think no, you no. can figure it out. I think you can Hold figure it out. And I think you're willing to learn and you're happy to listen and learn and improve yeah. yourself. And and if you are that person who I 100% believe you are, like you should come listen to Tales from the Crypt. You, you should. should go I tell over, them to. Type that into your favorite podcast app, Citadel Dispatch. We have a separate feed for it, or you can listen to it through the same feed. We got my, Come, we got one of my us. listeners. We got one of my listeners. What's that? Matt's a fucking idiot. Matt's an idiot. <laughs> it's, it's fucking. He did. It's, he just got a call. Did, what, what phone is that? That's not a phone. That's a. Uh, that's from Crypto Tycoon, and uh, it's a game. Have you not got Crypto Tycoon? What is that game? Well, that's cool. Yeah. The little device. It's like a little square. That's me. That's the huddle card. I can barely see it, but it it, uh, it seems interesting. Okay, I listen, like the Matt, device. I'm going to tell you something as honestly as I can tell you right now, and I really want you to not think you're right. And just I just take, want to take, be clear. Just listen. Take this, on, take this on face value. <laughs> take this on face value. This is the honest of God truth, right? I am not somebody who cares about infrastructure. When I log into my bank account, <laughs> listen, just just because this is really important. We because, all hate you, Pete. What are you yeah, because, doing? Because I'm fucking right, <laughs> and I'm always right about the shit. When I log into my You're bank so account- You're so wrong. You're just, just wrong. Okay, no, no. continue. When I log into my bank account, I put in my username, and I put my password, and I get a code on my phone, and I put it in, and it says, this is your balance. And I'm like, okay, I want to send some money to here, and I send it. When I open right. up Ledger you're Live, you're using a cuck account in that situation. I don't. Does it, I don't care. Whatever your your explanation. That's not your I don't account. Care. I don't, I don't okay. care. It does whatever your explanation is. When I plug in my Ledger and open up Ledger Live, I put in my username, I put in my password, and I get my Bitcoin balance, and I send some. At no point have I ever needed to, or do I need to know what an XPUB is? I have a balance, and I can send Bitcoin. You're in your own fantasy land of like tech fucking geek land where you're like oh we must know what x is because blah blah like i'm telling you nobody cares and no and 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 you can go on as much as you want about it nobody cares i don't know what it is i'm not making up i don't know what it is and nobody cares apart from you and three percent of people but every one of those three percent of people listen to my podcast i'm like go and listen to tales Crip, listen to marty listen to matt they know their shit fucking do it but i'm telling you they don't fucking care. They don't. And I know it upsets you. What do you call your listeners? I call them. I call them my slaves. <laughs> no, Pete's slaves. Call them, I just call them listeners. I don't. Whatever you want to. Listeners. You, you address. Listeners. Them. You address them. General listeners who are listening to this podcast. Yep. Pete has zero faith in you. He has zero faith no, in No, that's himself. bullshit. You can't lie he to has my zero listeners. Faith in himself. No, you can't. He doesn't you can't think lie. he can learn any kind of new thing. I've never said that. You're lying. Um, You're lying. Pete, when he was a young boy, um, <laughs> discovered fax machines and he was like, I don't understand how they could sell mail through the fucking You're so wrong. phone line. You're so it doesn't wrong. make any sense. 
what how 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 does the sun come in and go through the window and hit the mirror and bounce off and hit my face like that makes no sense and 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 so these people slowly evolved into dumber people but but if if you actually care there are plenty of bitcoiners who are happy to be here to help you and and yeah, and we're here and 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 we're ready to fucking help and we will fucking help you and i we've helped Pete and he's full of fucking shit because we're going to fucking change the world and 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 but I agree. Hub is your fucking view key, and What's it makes key? sense. It makes sense. It's your view key. You can see balances. You can make transactions, and okay. but you can't spend the money unless you have the spend key. But why and do I need to know what an XY is? Fucking transaction. But like that when makes I put, sense. That makes sense, no, no. Pete. No, like I get everything you're saying. Listen, listeners, I agree with Matt. Look, look. I agree with I, Matt. I agree with Matt. Not not. I agree Brad. with him too. He's a great guy. Like Matt's great guy. He's quite handsome. Good drinker. <laughs> uh, I, if you want to learn about Bitcoin, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend anyone else before Matt. Go fucking. I would. Me. I have plenty of people. No, I. But they that. all agree. All I'm saying is that an X pub is a, is a very basic thing that we should all learn. Let me be. A, let me be a listener to what Bitcoin did. Let me do that. I won't be people call Matt. I'll be Matt. I'll be listener. like. I'd be a listener. Matt, what, listener why do I need to... 23. Matt, why do, why do I need to care about an X-Pub? You don't. You don't have to okay, care cool. about an X-Pub. Done. Fine. Uh, listener 23. But, but the X-Pub is the way you're viewing your balances when you check on the computer. Yeah, but why do I need to care? You don't have to. But that, that is how you're checking. But I don't care. So why why are you going? On with you that? don't have to care, fucking well, I don't Pete. Care. You don't have to no, care. No, That's the Pete. point. I'm not Pete. I'm Nigel. I've listened the to point, Nigel. Nigel, is that you don't have to care. That's the whole fucking point, is you don't, don't have to care. Don't what, care. what You don't have to even know an XPUB is existing in that situation. But the way the wallet software works, right, is that it, it is showcasing you your balances and shit without putting your funds at risk. Okay, that's so, how the software is set up. But me as and, Nigel... And that's the thing. That's what you don't... Like, we don't need to solve XPUBs. We don't need to... Uh, you invalidate about? xpubs or, or or remove them from the equation you don't have to do that because the fucking way the app works will just not even mention it like they don't mention it today they going, don't mention it why are you going on about it then i'm nigel i don't care and you're going <laughs> on about it you're getting upset about it i just pete said i don't need to care and you're getting upset about it i'm nigel the thing about. is we're talking right now about a view key the spend key the private key is the important key Yes. That's the key that decides who actually controls the Bitcoin, who actually gets to spend the Bitcoin. If you don't own that key, you have no control whatsoever. And it's really important. It's really important that if you think you own Bitcoin, you better own that fucking spend key. You better own that private key. If you don't own that, you don't own Bitcoin. You just own a fucking IOU and you cannot get access to that if they stop you. So you better fucking get control of that shit. Are you saying the X-Pub isn't, doesn't matter then? Yeah, X-Pubs are, are gravy. It's gravy so why sauce. Sh- why, why are you shouting at Lord Master Peter? He said it don't matter. What? Why are you shouting at Peter? I'm Nigel. I'm just talking to Nigel. I think Nigel should figure his shit out. I don't give a fuck about your X-Pub. <laughs> <laughs> 
We've literally covered X pubs and price, and we fucking spoken for two hours and forty two minutes. I think you got drunk. I think you got drunk, and that's the problem. It's been a good time. I know. I just, I just think we need to get to a point where you and uh, like a lot of other people just understand, or like I'm not saying people shouldn't care and not try and learn it. They just don't care and they won't learn it. You're right, but I'm just a little bit more right. Yeah, I mean, you you've been wrong most of this episode, but I've literally been right for for three years <laughs> about what people care about. Why are we still friends? Because, uh, because uh, if Bitcoin only had you, it would just be a nerd toy. And if it only had me, it would just be a douche toy. Oh, my God. We, I mean, Bitcoin wouldn't exist anymore if we only had you. I think if the fact that we have both of us, <laughs> I, I think the fact that we have both of us, we get people who get to drive Lambos and we get people who get to drive a Prius. Oh, well, I would never drive a, drive a Prius, but like Lambo, once again, Lambos, you cannot right. get, you cannot right. get a non-automatic Lambo. You are okay. automatically a fucking stick cuck hey, if hey. you, if you get a Lambo. Enjoy your Prius, dude. No, I'm, I'm going to enjoy my 911, but okay. We're friends because we both appreciate where we're coming from. I just, I just am a more empathetic to your side than you are for mine. You, uh, you're. I'm, a, I'm, I'm extremely empathetic. No, you're Why not. Why am I here? You're a tech snob. What, what's what's going on? <laughs> you're a tech snob. Why Why am I on this fucking podcast right now? If I If I'm not fucking. Because I sent you a really nice bottle of whiskey. I mean, I, I agreed to it before you sent this to me. Yeah, but that helped. You did kind of buy it though. I did. It's a good bottle. You kind of just bought my. Uh, how much fun it. would this podcast very... be if we just agreed with each other? And you went, "Here's an expert." We come, well, I know what a fucking expert is. Well, I'm not going to agree with you because you can. Exactly. You you have shitty opinions, to be honest. Well, yeah, you have fucking nerdy opinions. So let's talk about Bitcoin, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. what do you want to talk about? Have you done what a coin join this year? I still don't know what a coin join is. You haven't done a single coin join this year. Never, never done one. I've not done one. I don't in my believe life. you. I've not done one ever. I've never done one. Really? Yeah, I've never done one. Never done a coin job. We're not just fucking with each other. You have legit never done one. I opened up. I hate you. No, no. I opened up the thing. I thought we were friends. I don't like you anymore. No, no, no. I opened up the thing. The uh, is it? You did a whole episode on wasabi. You didn't do a single coin job. What's the wash? What's the washing machine thing? What the washing machine? Yeah, the thing like where you put it in a washing machine. What the fuck? No, it we're not putting shit in. What fucking? Why are you just gonna? You're just gonna accept like the fucking traditional finance uh, pigeonholes for us? Like it was just long. No, no, I, you're not I, I spoke. Money. I, no, I spoke to Shinobi. I said this year, this year, I need to get better at it. But I think he doesn't like Wasabi. Or... No, he doesn't like Whirlpool. Whirlpool. He pretends yeah, that's the washing machine. Pretends, that's, that's the washing machine. He's not pro wasabi, but he's what? fine with you using wasabi. I don't and know which is which. He has joint market, which you're never going to use because that's way too difficult for you, Pete. No, I've done a joint market. No, you haven't. No, I have. So you have done coin join. I just fucking made that up. Yeah, there's no way. I knew there was no way you did it. Is that the Chris um, Belcher thing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know of that. It's his kind of thing. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I've not done it. I've not done a coin join. I did look at it. I did a, a call with the people who did it, which is the one with the software where you type in your password and as you type it in, it does it in chi- Chinese characters. That's wasabi. Yeah, so I said to them, you're fucking idiots <laughs> because literally every piece of software in the world when you put a password in, there's a star. So you I put know. Chinese characters in I, I and I immediately that. don't trust you. Fuck you, I'm not using your software. I yeah, like, I'm I mean, not an, I mean, I'm not I an amateur. Should, well, to be clear, I don't think you should use their software. So, so how do we I coin agree on that? You should use, I think you should use Whirlpool. I think Whirlpool was designed for you. Okay, so I tried to use Whirlpool and... Uh, do you I, have an Android phone, bro? No, no, I've got a Mac. Okay, so let's I'm get you an Android phone. I don't want I'll, an Android I'll send phone. you one. I'll, I'll buy you one if you don't want to buy a cheap one. No, I don't mind the money. And then we'll scan my dojo. You can use my node. You can be my little bitch. Okay, so this this is again where you're like in one percent land. You no, have to have no, an Android, no, and you have to no. use your node, and you have to like you're in one percent. No, you land. can be my uncle Jim. I can be your uncle Jim. You can use me. You can use my your, node. How many of your uncles have coin joined using your node? I have twelve nephews right now. How many of them have coin joined their Bitcoin using? I have your twelve coin joined nephews that are using my fucking samurai node right now for Oh my, hold on. My... Are they Bitcoin people? Or are they your actual nephews in the real real world? Well they're not yeah. real nephews. Okay. So they're, they're just nerds. They're other nerds. But they're not Bitcoin people. They're they're friends. Like they're real life friends, right? Like okay. they're people. They're existing people who my, who don't run their own notes and they're using my, my engineer coin join my engineer coin joins. Yeah, your engineer's like uh, a real Bitcoiner. Yeah, he is. Only Danny, real Bitcoiners shout fucking Shout out to Danny. Okay. What about it, 21 million Bitcoiners who just care about 21 million? <sighs> Actually, do you know what? We've talked about a lot of bullshit, like arguing about technical stuff that I'm not going to do. Let me ask you some like big, important questions, right? Okay. Like really, let's, let's, let's get Hit real me. now. Let's get I'm, real. I'm down for that. Okay. Let's get, let's get real. I put this question to the mooch the other day, right? Okay, the, the 21 million has a massive appeal, supply and demand. Like, let me get in there first, hedge fund, whatever. I don't give a fuck if you custody for it, me. Like, here's $100,000, uh, Grayscale custody it, Skybridge custody. I don't care. I just want part of the 21 million. But, like, really, that's all they care about. They don't care about censorship resistance. They don't care about seizure resistance. They don't care about what's happening in right. Belarus with Lukashenko and people sending money so they can fucking protest. What's happening in... Like, these people don't care. Does At all. that matter? They don't care. But I'm saying, does that matter? Or is it like, actually, no, this is fucking great. We can take their money and we can spread this software around the world and we can use them. Like, it doesn't matter or does it matter? It's mostly the latter. But we need the people. We need people to care. Yeah, but it, but it, it it's mostly the latter. Like we don't need those people to care, but we need people to care. Like Michael Saylor can be anti-privacy, and he can pump the price of Bitcoin, and he can hit all of our our talking points, and we can just assume that he's not actually going to defend real self-sovereign Bitcoin usage, which I do not expect him to, which I haven't expected him to from the beginning. And I expected this. This was this is very clear. It's very obvious. But we still need individuals around the world to stand the fuck up. Like we need them to stand the fuck up. 
And 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 that that's you know it's the uncomfortable truth. The uncomfortable truth is that we need people to 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 put this mission on their fucking shoulders and make it happen. Um, but the the these individual billionaires that are just pouring money in, they can just pour money in, and, and it helps. It helps the mission. Does but it? They're, they, does they, it really? they, they they don't care. Yeah, because it helps because. It incentivizes miners who are securing the network, right? Because it, it ever gets to the point, it increases where, the value of the token that's paying the miners that are securing the network. So it does, it does help everybody, and it provides, it, uh, yeah. it provides a little bit of cover to to everyone else who's using the fucking thing. But we need people to fucking stand the fuck up and not just be like corporate shills. But like, does it get to the point where there's too much corporate Bitcoin hedge fund money, not enough real money, and that becomes dangerous? I don't think so. I think it balances itself out. Okay. I think, I think, I think their corporate money is worthless, and they don't even realize it. Like their corporate money is worthless if they don't have the plebs like stepping up and like defending this currency. And we yeah, have the plebs. The, the plebs but, are interesting. I but, got them but, wrong. but but they don't even have to even realize because it doesn't matter because the plebs are standing up and defending this currency. Like that's what we're seeing. That's like that's what we're doing. That's what we're handling. Um so these guys are just coming in separately and they're just increasing our security budget. But but yes, absolutely we need the plebs to step up. And but they are. They, uh, they are. They are and they're step like my people, man. We're fucking have you seen them. it, man. Bitcoin price is just Crashed, fucking crashed to twenty eight thousand. It's crashed oh to twenty eight thousand. We're fucked. I'm so poor. We're fucked. Uh, uh, I uh, I understand. One a day I'll be more. rich again. <laughs> I understand a little bit more about the plebs now than I used to. I dismiss them. Uh, they will still hate me forever, but I think I understand a little bit more about them than I used to. Uh, I don't like the name the plebs. I think it makes it sound like something fucking 10 year old users no it's humble no it's not humble they're it fucking, is humble they're, fuck they're you least, they're, they're not humble they're fucking assholes okay but they're the just, term pleb is a humble term i don't think it is it's a, uh the term pleb is a humble term i, don't I mean it. most people who call themselves plebs are worth way more th- than a pleb would be worth i think they i think it's a badge of honor okay I think it's a badge of honor. Okay, okay, sailor. Say, let's 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 be brutal about sailor. Does he give a shit about Bitcoin? No. I've said this from the beginning. And like, is he I'm just not... there, just get like, is he? But like, is and and I'm saying so he's only someone there to who get both... rich. Is it a bad thing? He follows me on Twitter, and I follow him back. So 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 so. I'm saying this as someone who every single time I'm critical of him, I risk that unfollow or whatever. Yeah, but um, fuck that. You don't care. You don't care. I don't really care about that. Like, but what I'm is, saying is, what I'm he's saying man is, of, the of year. course he doesn't fucking care. Look, he's a billionaire. He has seven yachts. The U.S. government protects him. He's not going to talk shit about the U.S. government. He's not going to fucking protect sovereign Bitcoiners. And that okay. is fucking fine. It is fucking fine. The way... The way the mechanism works is that him unloading into Bitcoin helps all of us. Does it matter that he seems to not give a shit about privacy? 
I most people don't care about privacy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But you like, care. Does it not a, n- not care. as much as I should? Not as you much care. as I should. No, I care, but not as much as I should. Um <laughs> I I I like I said, I think he he has to protect himself, you know, and I respect that. Like I I understand like you're a billionaire, you can't talk about radical things because you can break your status quo. Like if you're happy and you're living as a billionaire on a your fucking one of seven yachts and you have your like eight ladies and they're all like fucking fantastic with you and and you're paying your taxes and they're probably way too high but you don't fucking give a shit because you came up with this idea during the dot com bubble that just fucking propelled you into billionaire status and here you are. I don't blame you, bro. But I'm going to be critical about it. And 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 I think the individuals need to step the fuck up. But I, I, I don't expect I don't expect Michael Saylor to care about private Bitcoin usage. He's going to protect his own. He's going to protect his own lifestyle and make it happen. You know, we just dunked, man. What? We just dunked to twenty eight one eight five. Oh, we dumped. We dumped from because I definitely didn't dunk on Michael Saylor. Twenty nine. Respect him. No, twenty nine two nine seven. Oh my God, we're we're going down to zero. Like I <laughs> do, liquidate your loans quick. Do you ever look at it? Do you ever like look? Stay humble, stack fucking sats. I know, blah blah. Stay humble, blah blah blah. Fuck but you, just, man. It's it's no, it's no, it sounds agree. simple, but it's not simple. I I know. I'm just saying. We're, we're gonna make. You, there's gonna be Rockefellers. There's gonna be equivalents of Rockefellers. A thousand of them. And they're all going to be like, we stay humbled and stack sats. And that's going to be powerful as fuck. It's going to be insane. It's going to be fucking ridiculous. We're going to all, we're going to all be sitting there and I'm probably having a party that is way too gratuitous and we should probably be more <laughs> humble about. And we're all going to be standing there and they're going to be like, yeah, but like, like Matt's meme was like way on point. Like that's ridiculous. Like I just should yeah, stay humble. Yeah, I know this. Exact, you ever, like, that, 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 that was the move. I know, but do you ever look at it and go, I still can't fucking believe we're at twenty eight and a half thousand dollars. No, yeah, still every can't day. Fucking believe. Yeah, it's just, it's just like what the fuck. Every day, every day, I remind myself, you should have bought more. Stay humble. Yeah, I mean, I, more. I should have bought. I should like, I, I didn't buy enough. Obviously, none of us did. No one did. There's not Dude, a single Sailor. person on this planet that bought enough Bitcoin. <laughs> Sailor bought twenty. He didn't buy enough 000. Bitcoin. He should have bought double that. What he bought. Do you see that tweet though? After he bought twenty seven thousand, like I just don't have enough. I'm like, fuck off, mate. Yeah, no one has <laughs> Behave. enough. Behave. Yeah. All right, man. Have we got anything else we're gonna cover? Because it's like one fifteen in the morning. It's been three hours. It's one fifteen by you. Yeah, we just set a record if. Uh, if we were together, I feel like I don't we've think done we did. This. It's still shorter we, than last year. We haven't really covered anything. We haven't really talked about anything. We're talking about price. We're talking about shitcoins. Talking about sailor. What are we talking about, X, bro? What are they things? X was? What are they called? What? There's X things. What are they called? We talked about XRP. No, like the thingies. View key things. What are they called? Oh, the X pubs. I think we're about done. I think we're about done. It's a uh, quarter past I one. I hear an echo. 
Doesn't matter. It's quarter past one in the English morning. I hear an echo. Can you hear me? I hear you, but I hear an echo. Yeah, well, I think we're about to close out, so fuck the echo. Pete's headphones died. That's using um, wired headphones. 20. Because this is basic logic. 2021, New York City, December. We'll be together in person. Uh, You look. There's so much echo. Mute your fucking side, bro. Okay, I'll mute it. I'll mute it. You talk your shit. Okay. So I'm talking now. There's no echo. This is pretty fantastic. Well, I, I think we're ending this episode. I appreciate everyone who's listened. I appreciate Pete, even though he's wrong about a lot of things. And um, hopefully, <laughs> he's, hopefully he learns to use a wired headphone so he doesn't have to deal with this situation in the future. And I look forward to next year. And I think that everyone should just stay humble and stack sets. Okay, I just want to say a massive thanks to Matthew for coming on the show. He's one of my best friends in Bitcoin. I appreciate him. Uh, it helps me spending time with him to see how nerds think and uh, all the bullshit they care about that no one cares about. It's really useful. Uh, he's a good friend. I love him dearly. Uh, I hopefully, like, this, I think this is as long as I've been in since I've been in Bitcoin since I've not seen him. And that's uh that's mildly depressing, but hopefully I'll see him soon. Uh it's really useful to get Matt on so uh my listeners can see what nerds do and realize it's a bunch of bullshit. But like uh, I do appreciate Matt coming on and talking about that stuff and I hopefully I'll see him soon and I love him. And uh yeah. Peace out my man. Have a happy new year. We're not real nerds. Okay, so what did you think of that one? Like, I never really listened back to the shows, but this one I had to go and check out because, like I said, I don't really remember the, the last half an hour. Uh, me and Matt drunk a lot of whiskey. We got in some very interesting topics. I had to stop listening in the end. I was a little bit embarrassed because I was a bit wasted towards the end. But anyway, is what it is. A bit of fun to end the year. Always a great way to wrap things up with Matt. Also, nice to see Bitcoin so stable above 29K, looking like it might crush 30K. <laughs> what, what strange times, right? Anyway, thanks for the support all of last year. All of you, sponsors, listeners, people who shared it, guests, every one of you. Anyone who did anything to support the show, I love you so much. If you've got any questions you want to reach out to me, it's hello at whatbitcoindid.com. If you want to support the show, head over to iTunes and please do go and leave me a review. And outside of that, yeah, go and check out my other show, Defiance. Lots of cool stuff there. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go and chill now. It's been a, it was a long year. And before we get really busy next week, I'm going to go and chill. I'm going to go watch a film. But I love you all and I will see you all next week.